Blog Talk Radio. The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to 
man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any Zolar. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, peace. Peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is Northern Edge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed. This is your host, Brother Blue Pill. All right. I'm going to be joined by my co-host momentarily, Brother Red. Welcome back to Northern Edge Radio. All right, family. All right, all right. All right, settle in. Chat room is open. Welcome back for another special program. We have a, a double header this particular evening. Wonderful program in store for you. All right. And um yes indeed. Not only do we look forward to it, but uh we know that the family will be definitely be thoroughly pleased as well. The information that is about to be brought forth on this magical evening. Okay? Let's see if my co-host is in the building as of yet. All right. I see the brother from the 347. Here we go, 650. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. What's good? What's good with you? I'm here, brother. Peace to the family. Welcome to Another Ledge Radio. Your brother Red Pill reporting live and direct. Just happy to be here. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? If nothing else, definitely happy to be here, honored to be here. Um, you know, the life, taking it all in. New York is a very interesting place. Yes, sir. We in October. New York is a very interesting place, man. It makes you very appreciative, you know, of life. Um, I just leave it at that. You know, there's so much taking place all at once in this big city, man. There's so many stories overlapping one another. You know what I'm saying? I went to an event on Wednesday um, in the city. On 44th Street, yeah, shout out to 44th Street at the Nokia Theater. And I actually had the opportunity, man, to uh, see Outcast in their last show. You know what I'm saying? They they build the Atlanta shows as their last shows, but I believe that this one in the city that they did for Ad Week, they did it for the advertisement industry, you know, the giants in the ad world, the people that are responsible for making 
a lot of these other media vehicles viable, making them work. You know what I'm saying? All the big wigs over there. So, you know, I um I was invited out by uh some of my um my, my business associates, my old business associates that I used to do social media with, you know what I'm saying? We got an opportunity to reunite and do some uh some some work, you know what I'm saying, over at the venue. And um you know, it, it it just was a very interesting experience to be around so many different people, you know, from so many different walks that are responsible pretty much, you know, like I said, for uh for packaging and selling media to the rest of the world. You know, these images, these visuals, these concepts, these ideas, these propaganda. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um were you able to uh build with some of the uh some of the people that were there? Absolutely. Absolutely I was. You know what I'm saying? I had some very interesting conversations. Um, you know, because we were there the young lady that brought us in, she was representing a um uh uh how would you say it? it was a campaign that she was in charge of and the campaign was dealing with diversity in the advertising market and based on their research what they found is that it's gonna take sixty six years in order for them to balance the diversity in the advertising world. That's how unbalanced it is. But you know, these days when we talk about diversity, they're talking about minorities and we already learned from, you know, Tariq Nasheed and Hidden Colors and Claude Anderson, when they say minorities, they're not only talking about, quote-unquote, black Americans. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so these days, anything that's dealing with diversity or minorities and it's inclusive of women, you know, it gets a whole other type of push. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I have to say, you know, based on my experiences at this event and, of course, some research that I've been doing on my own and just a lot of things that I've seen on social media, you know, a lot of people point fingers and they talk about how feminism, quote-unquote, and women's rights are taking over a lot of different campaigns and throwing their sticker on it and pushing full forward ahead. But I'm telling you, when it comes to them campaigning for something that they feel left out of, they galvanize a whole other type of energy with a whole different type of thrust. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really witnessed how they respond to situations that they feel are, quote, unquote, unjust for them, you know, and they're able to uh, pull a lot of energy around any of those issues that they want to get on board and ride on together. You know what I'm saying? Who exactly are you talking about? Women? talking about women, um, in particular, but minority, quote-unquote, women are the battery of that particular vehicle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and we went out to eat and everything, and 
there were conversations taking place around the table, and um, you know that it's 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 the it's the prototypical, uh, stereotypical type that you might think of. And I don't want to put them in a the box. I'm just telling you based on the conversation. They're like, look, you know, the only music we really listen to is Beyonce, and the only TV that we look at is anything made by Sean Rhymes and. <laughs> you know and I feel sorry for them and you right. know they, they that's 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 their algorithm basically you know what I'm saying but when it's time to ride for something that they feel is important then they ride it and they're thorough in terms of they're able to put all of the components that are necessary for them to, you know, come up with a win, you know, put a W on the board. So, again, I just think that it's an issue of, you know, for people that feel that they need to be informed about other issues or they, they need to galvanize around other sort of campaigns, if people got to step their campaign up, they got to step their, you know, they just have to, you know, yeah, their communication, their media, you know what I'm saying, their bridge building, their propaganda, whatever you want to call it, it needs to be intensified because I'm not really seeing that there's a lack on their end in terms of them getting things complete. They're just not interested. Things that interest them, interest them you know, I, I've seen it. They're able to really, you know what I'm saying, galvanize a certain uh, amount of energy around that situation, and it's like, you know, when you look at the, the, the conscious community, quote-unquote, and you take a real intense look at it, you look at the DVDs, you look at the lectures, you look at all of these things, you look at the people that pop up on the platform, it's lacking women and it's lacking the youth, the two people that are necessary to have a driving force and a driving energy to change things in this paradigm. Okay, you know so my thing is, okay, where they at? Because we have we have Zaza Ali who stepped up, you know what I mean. She's again we saw her in 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 full action on Sunday. We saw her on Monday, you know. She speaking up for sisters. She's also speaking up for family as well as you know. She's identifying the problems that we have and putting you know solutions as well. Um, to my full understanding, you know, amongst the promoters in the community, King Simon being one of the most uh, visible ones, there's not really, you know, and, and, and Monique from um, Nicholas Bookstore having a venue where she offers, you know, um, the venue to people who want to speak and share their information as well as the National Black Theater, Sister Roz on Wednesday, Sister Anna E., things of that nature, who has a seven-year uh, running, you know, class and whatnot, nobody is stopping anyone from stepping up and shining their light or teaching the people. You know, there's not like, you know, I, I don't see the, uh, I don't I don't see where there's like a, a level of male-dominated oppression or people that are blocking anyone like, you know, the brother Sarnetta's out there um, with Sarnetta TV with the camera you can set up appointments with him. You know, there, there, there's platforms. There's platforms. I'm looking for the sisters to come forth with a platform that's holistic that includes the family, 
They're coming to prepare. They're coming to repair. They're coming to include and be inclusive. You know, we understand that our sisters have, you know, their, their platform and they need power and they want to galvanize around certain issues that are specific to them. But, you know, why the level of it, uh, of, you know, why, why is it so hard? Because you were saying that, that these sisters need to galvanize, when they galvanize behind things and they listen to Beyonce and they watch things that Sean Bron And, you know, to my understanding, that's feminist in, in its nature. That's a, that's a feminist statement. You know, these these artists are standing on a on a feminist platform. So when I hear feminism, I'm not a hundred percent, you know, knowledgeable about the whole thing. But what I do know is that it's not, you know, it, it, it's not really helping us as a people. When you look at since it's been introduced into the community, since it's been introduced on the scene as the black family, bringing us together and and and, and solving the problems at, and as a family unit, strengthening the family unit. You know, I'm looking for the more holistic approach. I'm looking for the sister that's going to come with that full package. And all I'm saying is there's nobody stopping those people from rising. We're just waiting. We've just been waiting. Zaza Ali is a very uh, fresh breath of air, and the community loves her for stepping up. We just want about 20 or 30 more sisters to step up, you know, and step up the right way. Don't step up to divide. You know, we know that. Men have done wrong in the past. People may have, you know, hurt people and things of that nature. We understand that. You know, we know that men haven't been there for their children, and we understand that. That's why we're out here teaching. You know what I mean? It doesn't, nobody's out here, you know, the thousands upon thousands of hours of YouTube videos that are out there and, and the brothers that are all of these teachers, the majority of them, they're addressing issues. You know what I mean? They're not letting brothers off the hook. They're not letting, they're not negating negating the fact that, you know, we have issues as a black family, but, you know, I see holistic approaches. People are trying to come to a conclusion, but you only hear one voice. The majority of the people speaking are men. And then women women are speaking, but they're not speaking on a platform that we know as a conscious community. They're speaking in feminist circles and other places where we're, we're being excluded from, and they're, they're gaining their power in those aspects. And I'm just saying, like, when are we going to come together to put all of these differences aside and build. Simple. I mean, that's a good question. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the answers for you. I was just putting it out there. Yeah, I don't know why things are the way that they are necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just, I just notice I can identify what's missing in terms of you know, what might be holding certain things back. So the next question, it should be, you know, maybe like personal, like a closed-door session is how can that bridge be built, you know what I'm saying, and go about and find these voices and find this energy, you know what I'm saying, and find these women, find the youth, you know what I'm saying, that have something to say and actually want to share what it is that they have to say with a larger squad from, you know what I mean? Is there want to say it and just because something got set up on 125th again doesn't mean that that's where somebody wants to address the audience at so no not at all bro and um like I said we have a lot of non-profits out there we have people that have access to multiple venues I could take you on meetup.com eventbrite.com it's all kind of stuff they're walking for breast cancer and all of these other things they have all of these elaborate 
you know, uh, Marriott hotels and, you know, all of these venues that people are securing. And, 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 you know, there's not a lack of places to get. And so, therefore, there's not a lack of event planning and whatnot. But all I'm saying is this. Let's come together. You know, I had to tell a sister today because she told me about um, our sister from, um, she said, Sister Ebony, she was doing a breast cancer march. And I was like, I need to come march with y'all and go give out some flyers and let them know the cancer has been cured. Like, stop marching. You know what I mean? Why are we marching? It's, it's done. It, why are we AIDS marching? It's cured. There's a cure. We live in two different paradigms. Like, I don't even, so when I see people marching, it, it doesn't even, it's like, come on. Yeah, you, you live in a paradigm of reality is not marching in truth. So we have to bring these two worlds together. And they're, they're people coming together and they're speaking about problems. But I think there needs to be a holistic approach. There needs to be some brothers because we get in, it's like, we're invisible in those circles with these sisters, the same way that they feel that they're invisible in our circles, but nobody's invisible because there's an open invite to everybody. There's no men-only lectures. I haven't been to one. There's no male fraternities in the conscious community. You know what I mean? This is all inclusive. Why, why, are people not, why, don't, why don't I see 10 sisters bum-rushing the door at every event the same way that they're going to see a scandal party? Now, to it for a particular reason. If something missing something being said there that's not attracting them. There's something there that's not attractive to them. That needs to be addressed. Okay. So the, do it all. You're saying that you just got to be I real with I had, a, I had a, a conversation with a sister before, and she said, well, maybe if, you know, the flies were all white and they had flowers on them and there was some pink in it, then, you know, it's like if maybe the flyers were more graphically attractive, that sisters would want to come. I'm like, I don't, I don't think I'm just saying, I, I've been to hundreds of lectures that dealt with a multiple, a multiple, multiple topics. There's, they, they, they cover in a lot of topics. There, there's people coming forth. There's economics. There's health. There's wealth. There's history. There's mysteries. Like, there's family. There's, there's sexual abuse being talked about. All of these things. Queen of Four stepping up. A Genesis stepped up. Zaza stepping up. My question is this, why or what do we have to talk about? Dr. Shady stepped forth and to talk about the cures that he was, uh, my eye. What do we got to give these sisters? What's missing? What do they want to make them come out the way that they'll come out when somebody else is, you know, doing something? I'm just confused about breast cancer or AIDS walks. But when the person who cures AIDS is coming out, or when the people that's coming forth to tell you how AIDS was created and Ebola and things like that, why are they not coming out to hear about that? But they there to march. I ain't with that. You know, so maybe when we open up the lines, somebody could solve some of these riddles and help out because we, you know, we're just looking for some answers so we could readjust our approach. Maybe we could put some flowers on a flyer. Maybe we could put some pink in the flyer, if that's what's needed. Maybe put a ribbon on a flyer. I don't know. But whatever we need to do to attract the main missing component of what it is that we need to move forward. There's two main components for the missing. That's the youth 
and that's our sisters, our mothers, our aunts, our, our, our grandmothers. You know, we need more of them. So that's all I'm saying. Indeed. Indeed. You know, I just wanted to inspire uh, some conversation, so I'm glad that at least we got that on record. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully something very positive and progressive comes out of it because, you know, there, there, there needs to be a bridge that's built. You know what I mean? And, yeah, you know, they are gravitating towards things that you feel are pointless and what have you, but feel some some sense of they still feel like they're doing something by marching. They still feel like they're doing something by doing the shit that they do. You know what I'm saying? And I was having this conversation earlier with Brother Rich on his program, and it's like they have been successfully marketed to, just like we've been, certain things that we've been successfully marketed to. It's like somebody told us that talking about shit is cute and it is getting us somewhere, so that's all we do. And we think that that's attractive, and women actually want to see that, and they don't. They want to see some sort of action. Even if we're putting together a march, we ain't going to put together a march. You know, we haven't put together no march commemorating that the cure is there. We haven't put together something that signals that in a grand way that it should be received as such because they're under the program just like everybody else. Their first question is like, why well, I don't see it on CNN? Why well, I don't see it on TV? Why well, I don't see it here? I don't see it there. Why ain't no hospital dedicated to it? Why is this? Why is that? You know, those questions can be answered. We got intellects in the community. But these questions have to be, you can't stand there and address everybody. These are things that go off in the back of people's minds, you know, that there has to be, because they're social media, there has to be a way in which they can receive and retrieve those answers without you being there. Because you can't answer all of those questions individually. You don't have enough time. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 even if that's what you're supposed to be doing, like, if that's your job on this planet, you came here to do that? So, you know, the people that's supposed to do that got to play their position. Facts, but this is why panels, this is the power of having panels, panel discussions, seminars, and when these things take place, workshops, where you can have testimonials and you can show and prove, and then you open up the floor for what is known as question and answers. You have a website, there's FAQs, which is frequently asked questions. You have a list of questions that people have, and you're able to give them the answers to them. A lot of the questions that people may have in the back of their minds can easily be answered. And if they can't, and if there's no answer to these questions, please believe we will appoint somebody or a group of people to find out why that question cannot be answered. And then if it finds out that there's no answer for that question, I think that we'll be humble enough to admit we don't have that answer. Let's let's well, let's search for that answer as a collective. I think tonight will be a perfect opportunity to at least address some of the questions that people may have in the back of their minds, especially with this new rehatch scare paradigm or program that's being implemented by way of, quote-unquote, Ebola, another, quote-unquote, uncurable disease that pops up out of nowhere, okay? And there's so many things. If we were to follow the uh, media account of what took place and we, if we were to buy into 
you know, the media account of how the government's supposed to respond to um, breakouts and epidemics. The same government that said that it was sending armed forces to Africa to fight Ebola, okay? So we're talking about a quote-unquote disease that is not localized to, like, the shit don't live in the trees, it don't live in the air, it don't live in the water, it lives in people. How are you going to war with Ebola and if you're not going to war with the people? You know what I'm saying? So you send troops all the way to Africa to go to war with the people, but somebody supposedly pops up with Ebola here in the States and you don't properly deal with that situation in the way in which it's contained. They send the person home and, you know, they got his people quarantined in the crib or what have you. Did you read the report about what they did with that case? It was botched. It was crazy. It's beyond botched. It's a you could see the deliberacy and like, did you see what happened in that case? Somebody's head's supposed to roll for that. Like that makes no sense whatsoever. I'm. I mean, this government is beyond incompetent at this point. Yeah, you know, this is the same government again, family that. Is sending drones and, and soldiers abroad to protect the homeland. But this is the same government that can't protect the White House, in which the person responsible for signing up on these wars is not protected at home. Irregardless of how you feel about him, and irregardless of how the script is playing out, it's still a script. You're still participating. You're sitting in the theater. Your fingers are greasy from the popcorn. Your eyes are wide. You're looking at the screen. And that shit don't make no sense. Like, if you went and seen, uh, you know, White House Down or any other movies that they came out with about, you know, compromising the security at the White House this past summer, you would walk out if the script was playing out like that. You're like, this corny. I ain't buying into this. I homie run past the guards and run inside and get all the way into the green room. Like, you wouldn't even buy into that. But here we are. We, oh, I ain't buying. You trying to tell me somebody shout out the White House? And they found out four days late. I ain't buying into this. What are you talking about? What's this reality? You know what I'm saying? That you want me to buy into? This is retarded. Somebody so, got into an elevator with the president with a hammer on him. How could anybody get into the elevator with the president of the United States of America? You can't even wow. get in the elevator with Puff Daddy B. Like you can't stand in the same elevator with Jay Z. Yeah, Solange ain't even invited in the elevator no more. How are you going to get in the elevator with the president? Was it that crowded? It's like Jigga Man got better security than that. Are you for real? Like, this is what you got us buying into as a people, and you wonder why people is popping up sick? This information is being dually. It's food food. And this is what they see them people wholesale. They got them lined up. Shit of the cartoon is so dumbed down. It's just scary, yo. Uh, yeah, it's completely dumbed down. So, I don't so know. you know, we have a uh, double header in store for you tonight, family. First part of our program is dealing with. Um, we're inviting to the program Dr. Scott Whitaker who is the author of the critically acclaimed, best-selling book, 
Medicine, M-I-D-I-S-I-N, okay? He has some upcoming lectures here in uh, in New York, in Brooklyn, New York, at that Nicholas Bookstore. Describe Death, the Truth Behind Medicine is the name of that lecture. And in the second part of the program, we are welcoming our brother Imam Bashir to the program, okay, a.k.a. Babyface Imam. And he has some upcoming lectures as well, one titled, Who is God and What is the Devil? And also, Buy the Lean and Live the Dream, Unlock the Secrets to Success. All right? So I would like to this time if our brother, Dr. Whitaker, is on the line. Can you please press number one on the phone? On your on your phone, brother, if you're on the line, please press one. Or if our brother Imam Bashir is on the phone, if you want to go first, brother, please press one on your phone as well. All right, I have said not in the building as of yet. We will wait for them to show up. In the meantime, yeah, but mm-hmm. In the meantime, in the between time, I want to do just a quick announcement that tomorrow uh, in Harlem, New York, at the world famous Apollo Theater, the nation, the nation of gods and earths, are conducting their fiftieth anniversary, and there's going to be a concert. Starring none other than Rakim Allah, Big Daddy Kane, Brand Nubians, and this event will be hosted by none other than Erica Badu. Do, do. Okay. Oh, major. Yes, major. Um, as far I as I know, schedule. The PDK, right? Huh. I said your phone might have skipped out. You did say BDK, otherwise known as Big Daddy Kane, did you not? I said Big Daddy Kane. Yes, sir. King Asiatic, nobody equal. Body king, nobody. That's Big Daddy Kane. King Asiatic, nobody equal. And Rock Him Allah, you know. The, the 18th letter. Facts. Oh. Brand Nubian. Oh. Some of the gods that are, uh, you know, are responsible for turning on the lights in the hey, 80s. Shining that light. Yeah. Woke up a whole world to the teachings of Father Pioneers. Mind you, the pioneers, the originators, one of the first to put those lessons in the form of rhyme and reason. Remember, they didn't come behind other innovators. They were the innovators. They were the ones who wrote the code. They were the source code writers of taking the lessons and taking the wisdom and putting them pen to the pad. Henceforth, we have what came out of that creation was a Nasir Jones you know, whose uh, documentary just hit the um, iTunes, I believe, and it also hit theaters. Uh, Time is Illmatic. Uh, I'm I'm encouraging the family to go and support that as well. The uh, documentary behind the release of um, the um, 
groundbreaking album, Illmatic. I look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try my best to catch that this weekend. And, um, oh. you know, then you have artists that have been influenced like Wu-Tang all the way down to now, your J Electronica's. But these people stand on the shoulders, you know, of the legends, the Big Daddy Kanes, and the Rock Kim Laws, you know. Sip the juice, I got enough to go around, and the thought takes place uptown. I grew up on a sidewalk while on street talking and talking. Anybody that's in the tri-state area, um, I don't have the website in front of me. Just use Google, <laughs> you know, Google it. And you, I'm sure you'll be able to buy tickets at the Apollo. Um, there's events going on today. They have uh, some events that are taking place today in Harlem, I believe at the Dempsey Theater. There's a talent showcase. There's a panel discussion. You know, go on Facebook, pull up Nation of Gods and Earth, 50th anniversary. Go online, Google, pull it up. You know, be in a building, be a part of history, history, mystery. You know, it's going to be big. And uh, Sunday, the Locks Conference, Saturday and Sunday, Philadelphia, the Locks Conference. I've been hearing a lot of buzz about that. Circle of Sisters is this weekend as well. Circular sisters. I might put on my three piece suit for that, huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh man, it's <laughs> a lot of things going on. You heard? Yeah. So, make. I mean, we gotta try to divvy up our time. Make sure we hit that up. And um, this show is sponsored by KingsCounty.BigCartel.com. We uh we have our varsity jackets. Uh, in store. We also have our sweatshirts and our hoodies uh, in store. Major shout out to everybody who has supported those um, new items that we have. And we also got some more stuff coming. We're just rolling them out piece by piece, but please visit the spot, visit the site. I'm sorry, what did you say? I said, yes, we do. Yeah. Um, That's K-I-N-G Z is a zebra, K O U N T Y dot B I G C A R T E L, BigCartel dot com. Shout out to my brother Shantae Finley for that excellent presentation that he did on Tuesday. That um, I know for a fact is going to create a multi-million-dollar Fortune 500 company. One of the uh, if it's not. One of us is going to be somebody who listens to that show. They're going to take pieces of that show information and apply it, along with the people that they're giving those gems. You know, that unspoken language about business that we, you know, we need to have these conversations a lot more in the community. We need to almost be 
inundated with this information. We need to drown in this information, like in this in this Aquarian age. Like that that needs to be the flood, you know, entrepreneurship information and in all facets of it. So I want to give that brother props when he comes back because he said he had a part two. He was he had more information. When he comes back, we are guaranteed to put together um, a lineup that you've never seen before, like facts. Like, we're going to go neck to neck with Shark Tank with this one. This one is going to be big, you know, because uh, I just feel like the impact that, that it has, that it has the power to create a large impact because I know that our audience are very industrious and motivated and active. You know, they're just not passive, like they're active. They take information and they crunch it and they use it and they scale it and they make things happen and they create their innovators. So, you know, we're going to continue to feed you what you need to empower you. This is KTL Empowerment. We just had a birthday, too. Uh, I I forgot to mention on Tuesday night it was KTL Empowerment's year anniversary. You know, pop a bottle for us. And um, that's what it is. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, our guests haven't showed up as of yet. You want me to get into one of these songs by you, Mr. Paul? Yeah, give me one minute. All right, family. So, yeah, in honor of our brother, Rakim, like I said, I use every opportunity rinse this song when I can, you know, because it's the namesake. You know what I'm saying? The brother put this concept out there and we ran with it. All right? So this is no the ledge. I can't. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, hello? Are you there? Huh? Yeah, I'm here. What's good? Yeah, hello? Yeah, yes, I'm here. Phone froze for a minute. Yeah, the studio froze as well. I was trying to play the song and everything froze up for a second. That's crazy. Yeah, solar yeah, flares. If you have, so we are Mercury retrograde. You know what I'm saying? And I could speak personally about my own computer. I have a Mac, and I thought the Macs were impervious to bugs. You know what I'm saying? And I just found out that my Mac got hacked. You know what I'm saying? And 
They installed all sorts of uh, malware, you know, like the Trojan and all types of stuff. And Red tells me that there is a virus that's going around that's targeting Macs now. And not only did it hit the Mac, but it hit the network. So it's something that's going across networks. So you might want to really watch your um, your technology, watch your computers, you know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's a real deal. And I, I don't know... You know what I'm saying? Like, if your phone is working off your Wi-Fi network as long as the computer is in your vicinity and what have you, I think that it all is being affected at this particular time. So I'm just giving you a heads up. Just because you got a Mac don't mean that you can't get hit with a virus right about now. All right? So be careful on what you open, what you download, how you access, you know what I'm saying, various different uh various different sites and what have you. You can Google it. You know what I'm saying? Macs are no longer unhackable. All right? And it's ugly. They're trying to they're charging you a tooth and nail to get this situation dealt with. So I'm only sharing information. Are you there, Red? Yeah, I can't hear you. You said something? Okay. Yes, family. Give us a second. Trying to get this thing together. Again, Brother Iman Bashir, if you're on the line, please press 1 on your phone. Dr. Whitaker, if you're on the line, please press 1 on your phone.
Hotel Peace family, we are still awaiting our guests, all right? We're getting everything together on our end. And the brother should be here any moment now. Second family. Retrograde, I guess the uh, silver surface time, huh? You said what, my brother? I didn't hear you. Nah, I said I didn't know there was retrograde, so I guess it's the silver surface time once again. Yeah, great shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the tail of it when it's still stationary. Oh. That's what's up. I like retrogrades. Interesting things come about during the retrogrades. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but um, you see our brother? No, I don't. I said, no, I don't. All right, Brother Bashir or Brother Whitaker, if you are in the call queue, Please touch the number one on your telephone, on your your dial pad, so we can uh, promptly open up the line. I'm not sure if the brothers were familiar with that. But uh, please press one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So is there anything else that uh, you wanted to talk about real quick? Not really. Okay. Not really. You know, um, things in development, I don't want to speak on them until, you know, it's full hatch. Oh, for sure. I already know. I already knew. Give me one minute though. Let me let me uh ring the brother back. You know what I mean? Let me go ahead and call the brother on on the other line. I shall return in one second. Is it possible for you to play that Eric B and Rakim song? Yeah, it should be. Yeah, we could go ahead and do that. And uh just make sure everything is worked out on the other side. Uh-huh. Let's do it. 
got enough to go around. And the thought takes place uptown. I grew up on a sidewalk while on the street talking. They talk to Hawk New York. I go to Queens for Queens to get the food from Brooklyn. They money in Manhattan and never been took it. Go uptown to the Bronx and boogie down. Go strong on the island, recruit for lay around. Time to build my juice back up. Pop back up. Suckers get smacked up. Don't doubt the clout. They know what I'm about. Knocking niggas off. Knocking niggas out. Shaking them up. Waking them up. Breaking them up. Breaking them up. Standing on shaky ground. Too close to the edge. Let's see if I know the ledge. I get cocked deep, living forties to beer. Here's a sip with a cruise that's the beast. If I get revenge, then they rest in peace. Somebody gotta suffer, I just might spare one. You give a brother a fair one. Stay alert and on feed. And I do work with these, like Hercules. Switch the south pole, switch the right draw. Cause I don't like y'all, I'm hyper nice ball. Smooth, but I move like an army. Pull a boot down, face brothers try to bomb me. Put brothers to rest like Elliot Ness. I don't like stress. Streets ain't a place for innocent bystanders to stand. Nothing's gonna stop the plan. I'll chill like the Pino, kill like the middle. Black and Pino, die like the hero. Living on shaky ground, too close to the edge. Let's see if I know the ledge. Shells lay around on the battleground. Dead bodies are found throughout the town. Try to put shame in my game to make a name. I'ma put it on a bullet. Put it in your brain, rip the clock like a buckshot, who cares where it goes, just keep the cast closed, no remorse when the life is lost, I paid my dues, paid the cause, and my pockets are still back, wherever I'm at, I get the wealth from Mac, you know that my crew is steep, but one deep, I crack attention, people like to see, so come say hi to the bad guy, don't say goodbye, I don't plan to die, cause I get loose, and I got troops, and crazy juice, and control of many, like I am told of many, hang out with people weapons, I'm trying to play
Indeed, family. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. Yeah, peace. Peace, peace. All right. Uh, so I spoke to Dr. Whitaker, and he should be in the call queue any moment now. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. He's not here as of yet, but he'll be here any second now. I'm okay. sure of it. Nine one nine error code. Yes, nine. Dr. Whitaker. Yes, sir. Press one, sir, and we will promptly open up your line. Family, with no further ado, we present to you caller from the nine one nine six four one. Peace, Dr. Whitaker. Yes, sir. Yes, welcome hey, to Another Radio. Radio. Can you hear me? Loud and yes, clear. We can. Okay, peace. How's the family peace, doing, brother? All, All is well, well brother. Stuff. All is well. Good, good. <clears throat> brother Bashir on? No, he hasn't called in as of yet, but uh, I did, yeah, I did. I reached out to uh, Brother Bashir and let him know that we are definitely waiting for his arrival. So can briefly, can you introduce yourself to our audience? and let them know who you are, what it is that you do, and that uh, wonderful, monumental book that you uh, are the author of. Okay. Uh, Dr. Whitaker, originally from uh, Los Angeles, California, um, naturopathic doctor. I've been doing it now over over 25 years. Uh, been fortunate to study in other parts of the world, uh, the continent. I've been over in uh, Southeast Asia, uh, currently right now in Northeast Africa. And uh, I try to intertwine. What that was. But uh, I try to intertwine different uh, healing modalities of all cultures bringing in the bow tie and bring it back to the states here and try to help our people uh, with all the ailments that we are being inflicted with by our own you know, demise, really, by what, we, what we're eating, what we're injecting into us, and just how we're living, our lifestyles. And so, you know, praise be to God, I've been successful with... Uh, you know, many people's walks of life, and I'm always willing to help, and uh, that's pretty much it in terms of me. Uh, the book, yeah. Medicine, has been uh, a blessing. You know, it came out of a, tra- a tragedy, but, uh, you know, with its release, it's been, you know, some people have gotten a lot of benefit from it, which is always good. Indeed. So what necessarily compelled you to put together the book? Was it the tragedy or was the tragedy something that happened during the preparation of the book? Uh, prior to, uh was a dear friend of mine, uh, almost a 
because you almost would say a, a potential wife, and uh, she went under the uh, treatment of a white coat, and um, she went in on a Thursday for a so-called checkup, and by Thursday they had already killed her, and um, oh, so that's where no. that's where medicine came from off of that anger from that. Uh, injustice that was done to that human being. Right. Do you have any statistics, any current statistics to speak to how many lives are lost um, by routine medical procedure? Uh, according to the uh, the AMA, which is the American uh, Murder Association, this is their their right. own their own agency. A list in their journals. That they they kill over four hundred thousand people per year, just by uh, uh, what they call itrogenic uh, complications, which means doctor induced. And medical uh, malpractice. Number, say again, sir. Medical malpractice. Yes, medical malpractice, uh, pharmaceutical drugs, surgeries that. That, that, that went the other way, uh, something where the white coat was involved with an individual, uh, 400 plus thousand deaths per year, and that number is will continue to rise uh, as long as they well, keep doing that, the same thing that, that they're doing. That's more than homicides attributed to to uh, firearms. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, doctors are the number one killer in America. It's not the uh, KKK. It's not. It's yeah. not even the. It's not even the police. I mean, it's, it's doctors. When doctors go on strike, death rate goes down. So it's uh, it's something right. that we can't take it for granted. When you go when you go to one or or when you go to in, in inside a a hospital, you you know you really are playing Russian roulette. And uh, you need to be on on point and on guard regarding that. Indeed. Now, as your travels abroad um, have brought you to different corners of the planet and you've encountered different healing modalities, which ones have you brought back that have been the most successful for the family over here? Yeah, I say the... uh, Mainly the I would say the the Asian influence, the Chinese medicine, has been the most uh, I want to say, you know, like that's what's been the most useful in terms of the diagnosis that you know that they teach how to read the body, the uh, the weaknesses in the body through the nails and the tongue, and with that you get a good uh, you know approach to a person's healing, but you can't you can't uh, you know, healing you want until you know what the cause. So by using some of the Chinese methods of uh, of uh, diagnosis, it's been very helpful using it here in the States. Um, in terms of uh, maybe uh, products or, or, or plants or herbs that possibly can be used, and, you know, the continent has a, a wide range of, of plants. One that I like to tell everybody about is called... Uh, uh, Southernlandia, which is very, very powerful. 
a bush comes out of the uh, South Africa region. They call it cancer bush, and it, it's very potent, very, very potent. And, uh, you know, you can uh, do a search on it, and uh, people should have that in their in their homes. Right. Is it accessible? You know, can somebody order it over Google? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they even, they, even they, they sell it here in the States. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Have you encountered any healing plant, any healing bush from the continent that you were unable to bring into the state that they're totally banned or outlawed? Repeat that question again. I said, were there any plants Uh that you encountered abroad, especially in Africa, that you attempted to bring back into the states that were banned from the states? Uh no, you know the with the uh, how customs is it's pretty pretty difficult to do that. Um, that's why you have to go under the in the under the uh, under the guidance or the um, I want to say the uh, the packaging would be through herbal medicine. That, that's one that's one way you can get it through like that. Or you may be able to get the seeds. And then bring those back, but then you have to, you know, all plants have different growing environments, and I don't know which climate would be, you know, good for a certain amount, especially the ones in the South Africa. Right. And to be clear, I just want to ask because um, I want to be, make sure that I heard you well. You said it was the cancer bush coming out of South Africa. Yeah, that's the title they they, they give it. It's called. Cancer bush is southern Sutherlandia, S U T H E R L A N D I A. The the now of course I would um want to ask you what your thoughts are, you know, on what you see taking place with the Ebola outbreak. Yeah, Ebola. Ebola stands for evil Barack Obama liquidating America. And uh, basically it's just a another smoke screen. It's like when they uh, uh, brought out the bird flu, swine flu, H1N1. All these uh, pandemics that they use, they always, start, they always seem like they start them towards the, uh, the latter part of the year so they can blend it in with the flu. And... Um, it, it's all. It's basically follow the money. The the company that's behind the vaccine is called uh, Map Biopharmaceutical. Yeah. That's out of San Diego. They already just got a contract from the DOD government uh, mm. for forty three million on September first to uh, expedite the vaccines, and uh, that was the whole purpose of this uh, Dallas incident was to get the people prepared for when they offer it in January. Um, and, of course, I'm going to tell you don't take the vaccine because uh, God knows what's in that. But um, the whole thing with West Africa is that if you uh, if those can come to the lecture, I'm going to have the map showing that the direct area that Sierra Leone, 
Liberia and Guinea, where they're located, where these so-called uh, epicenters are of the uh, so-called virus, at the same exact locations as oil drilling that is about to take place right now for uh, reserve uh, untapped reserve oils in West Africa. Hmm. That's the that's the whole reason why Obama sent three thousand troops down there. Yeah, how do you send troops to fight a virus? Exactly. You know I'm saying? How do you not war on the virus, declare war on the people, first of all, and if there was something that warranted a wartime response, why didn't you take that same response stateside here in America with the brother in Texas? So that's exactly. a bunch of baloney. Oh, Let yeah, me, um, the line so I can bring in Brother Bashir, okay? Pull up from the 917 Peace. Peace, peace. Hotep, alaikum, shalom. Peace to the family. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm glad that the doc was able to make it. And um, thanks, Brad Pill, the family, KTL, for having us in the building for this powerful lecture, brother. Indeed. Peace, brother Rashid. We honored oh, yeah. to have you. And I'm, yes, sir. Greetings. Greetings. Assalamu alaikum. Yes, sir. So, yes, I mean, y'all just want me to go in? Because I just got in the party. So, you know, I'll, I'll go in, brother. <laughs> but, look, one thing I wanted to say, because um, I was actually in transition. I'm a few minutes away from my home, you know, actually promoting this event because, you know, this event is it's very important and to the community. It really is, you know. And yes. the information that we try to bring to the community, um, I know a lot of people don't know of us. Some do, some don't. But what we try to do is really bring information that can impact your life in real time. So, you know, our whole thing is to um, get spirituality, nutrition, and economics to the people. And one of the things that, um, you know, by the grace of a most high that I knew that we needed was um, another's perspective on, you know, nutrition and health store and so forth. So by the grace of the Most High, you know, um, Dr. Whitaker, you know, teamed up with us, and, you know, we're so happy that he's able to, you know, bring in, you know, uh, information to the people that will help them recognize the the effects of the medical medical industry as well as the pharmaceutical industry and um, how they are affecting us, in particular how they are affecting us as a people, but also give us solutions. You know, so we have Dr. Savies, we have we have the Queen, our fours, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, a lot of people need to be exposed to Dr. Whitaker um, himself because he's doing phenomenal work. Um, I don't know if he told you, but, you know, he just came from Northeast Africa, you know, traveling back to the States and, you know, suffering from jet lag and all of the other things and, you know, still going out here and push that work, you know, uh, even though the gas tank is kind of running on E, so he has to rejuvenate. But, you know, um, family, I'm, I'm really excited about it, and I'm excited about the topics that, you know, I'll be bringing um, Monday, um, excuse me, Sunday in Brooklyn. You know, Dr. Whitaker will be here in Brooklyn with myself. Um, he's, his topic is prescribed death, the truth behind medicine, you know, um, and that's S-I-N, as he may or may not have explained, you know, from his book which was a bestseller medicine, which is actually yes. uh, a, a phenomenal read, you know. And um, Sunday, I'm, I'm going to be going into what is God, who is God and what is the devil. And believe it or not, 
Um, let me say this first. Believe it or not, what what I'm going to bring is going to be universal. It's going to be historically correct. It's going to be something that we can definitely take home and, you know, in real time create a real change in ourselves and in the mentality of ourselves and mentality of our children so they can ever get elevate themselves to a new paradigm or a higher paradigm and a higher frequency that's going to allow them to, you know, be true leaders um, in the future. And, um, you know, family, I, I'm just so excited about that. Then Monday we're going to head to Philly, Black and Nobel, and we're going to be doing the um, – you know, Dr. Whitaker doing do his thing, and I'm going to be teaching the tax lien tax fees, which is going to allow us to be financially, um, you know, more stable no matter what our budget is, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll just hold off right there for a moment. Indeed. Indeed. So, yes, I do want you to reiterate for the audience one more time exactly when and where. These lectures are taking place with time. You have contact information for Nicholas Quinn. How did he get tickets? Can he get advanced tickets? Please let him know. Yes, yes. Um, so the first event is Sunday, October 5th. That's this Sunday, October 5th, at Nicholas Brooklyn Bookstore. Um, that's 570 Fulton Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11217. You can get your ticket there in advance. Um, you also can call them at 718-858-4400 for any further questions. Um, the titles are, um, Dr. Whitaker's title is Prescribed Death, The Truth Behind Medicine. Um, as we say it, you know, he's going to be breaking down the medical industry, you know, going into ejections, et cetera, et cetera, and, but also bringing some solution. Uh, my topic will be who is God and what is the devil. Um, you know, you also can go to uh, Lions of the Law, dot org that's that's lions of dot org you know for your advanced tickets and um we're gonna have the um live stream the online live stream available at townzone tv dot com search for lions of Allah. and if I could family um I really want to build on the, the 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 second subject matter of fact let's give out that information so I can touch on that a little bit um so we're going to be in Philly Monday, this coming Monday, at Black and Nobel, 1409 West Erie Avenue, Philadelphia, PA, 19140. Um, you can go to org and check that out. Somebody got the car in the background, brother. We got some background feedback in the car, but it's all right. Um, you know, and I'm going to be, Dr. Whitaker's still going to be breaking down his information I'm going to be talking about buying the lean and live your dream, unlocking the secrets of wealth. Um, go to lionsofthelaw.org for, you know, advanced tickets, townzonetv.com, search Lions of the Law TV to check out the, um, you know, the online streaming. But, you know, what's so, what's so um, you know, awesome about the tax lien, tax deeds, which I have been studying for four years, I know that some of us know that, you know, brothers like Brother Polite been doing, um, you know, his thing in that arena um, you know, I actually tried to hook up with Polito a couple of years ago, like, look, we both, you know, doing this thing, but it didn't work out. So, you know, we got to do what we do. And, you know, so we got um, different brothers with this information so we can use it. But, however, you know, um, throughout my four years of studying it and using myself at the guinea pig before I brought it out to the people, because I always like to make sure what I bring out to the people is not going to hurt them or bring harm to them. 
rather what I bring out to the people is proven to be uh, successful. Uh, brother, we got some bad feedback, wind, cars blowing, all of that. This information is too important, you know, for a lot of that feedback, brother. Hello? Dr. Yes, yeah, Doc, if you see your line, um, just put it on mute, brother, for a moment. Yeah, because the people got to hear this. You know, so um, so like I was saying, you know, four years I went into this information. I purchased property myself and, you know, um, gained equity off the property, and I learned all the methods that we need to do in order to, you know, create um, – a great financial paradigm for ourselves. So, hold on, we got that noise again. Please put your phone on mute. Put your phone on mute if you're outside or doing something with noise, please. Um, so, you know, essentially what we're going to do is show uh, people how to take pennies off the dollar, how to take pennies off the dollar and create, you know, wealth, no matter what budget you fall in, whether if you are under the poverty level if you are on welfare, you know, um, even if your children get a weekly allowance of, you know, ten, fifteen, or twenty dollars a week, we can show you how to let them benefit from, you know, tax leads and tax deeds um, as well. You know, so this thing is is universal in nature. The knowledge has been really um, suppressed, and the reason why it has been suppressed because if if the masses found out about this. They will, they, they will have to literally end 30-year mortgages. You know, they will have to literally end, you know, um, subprime loans. And a lot of us may not understand subprime loans, but if we look at, like in 2008, 2009, when, you know, the I'm throwing up the air quotes when the recession hit, um, but a lot of our people, black people, lost their homes, and many of them lost their homes due to subprime loans. And subprime loans were, you know, given out, um, to every ethnic group, but particularly black people and, you know, other minority groups such as the Mexicans, they had interest rates at such high as like 30 40 50% on top of the principal which they had to pay for the property. You understand? So a lot of our people took a real big hit when they lost their jobs or, and that economic downturn came to them, and they, many of them lost their homes. So not only is this good for acquiring wealth and building a a uh, profound network for each end of each each one of us, but it also can protect us from having to pay um, you know a mortgage for thirty years. You know what I'm saying? We will be able to get a property, um, and you can get properties over and over and over and over again. You know, um, I mean, we really can play monopoly with this thing, and you really can. Um, you know, come up with a plan, and like I said, it doesn't matter what budget you fall under, if you fall under, you know, under the poverty line, if you are classified as so-called middle class, the working poor, or if you ball in a little bit and got some money. It, this program, you know, that we're going to show you is going to definitely um, elevate um, your pocket, you know, and that is going to help us actually as a community to gain businesses, black businesses. It's going to help our children to help us to be able to pass our children something that is um, tangible, you know, and these things are very important for our community. And, um, you know, 
I'm not, I'm not, I don't want nobody to take this as throwing shots because I know how a lot of our people think. But the thing is, is that, you know, um, you don't have to pay thousands of dollars. You don't have to, you know, to get this thing started. You know, we literally are going to show you for the price of, you know, the ticket price to come into the event. You know, we're going to show you how you can, um, you know, do this program and, how, and we're going to continue to help you throughout the process. You'll be able to contact us, and there's not going to be any extreme um, prices attached for us to help you because our objective is to sincerely help our people get in a better condition. So that's going to be at Monday um, at Black and Nobel. But I just want to talk about this who is God and what is the devil thing real quick. And I know that people think, oh, that's Brother Imam, so obviously he's going to be talking about the Quran. And you're right. I'm going to bring some sciences of the Quran. But I'm also going to be bringing sciences of, you know, history all the way back to Egypt, Samaria, you know, um, all into the, the, the continent of the motherland called Africa. You know, we're going to be going into a lot of these places so we can get an understanding of who God is. And essentially... What's going to happen at the end of the event without giving it all away um, right now? But what's going to happen at the end of the event is we're going to understand what our connection is to what this thing we call God is exactly. And then we also, we're going to really recognize the power that we really have in ourselves. So we hear a lot of people, um, no matter where um, we go, you know, you hear people say, you know, well, Jesus is God, Allah is God, Yahweh is God. You know, so we're going to essentially make sense of all of that. But then you have people that say, you know, the black man, the black woman is God. You know, and, and I'm not going to say that I disagree with that necessarily, but I'm going to show some things that we must have in place in order for this, um, in order for this attribute, those attributes to make us a manifestation of the creator himself. You know, so essentially what we're going to be doing is showing the people how you become a manifestation of the creator himself. You know, just like you look at the sun. For instance, the sun or rock, it's, it's, it's shining with those beautiful rays, you know, and those beautiful rays, the sun is taking and absorbing it, and it illuminates through the rays of the sun. So the moon doesn't really have light of itself, but rather it absorbs the light from the sun. And in that, it then shines light onto you know, um, in our realm, the planet Earth, et cetera, et cetera, and then, of course, we benefit from that through, um, through the hours of night and also through the hours of day. You know what I'm saying? So what we're going to do at this lecture is really important. You know, it's really going to raise us up. And then we're talking about what is the devil. A lot of people think, you know, it's a pitchfork man in the middle of the earth. You know, a lot of people think it's, it's, it's um, you know, this entity called Lucifer. You know, so we're really going to break that down on what this concept the devil is. And we're going to go historically once again and um, let people know exactly what that means. But more importantly, how does, it, how does it resonate? How should it resonate inside us? What is the connection with us mortals that is on this planet? You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and, and I also want us to look at our power because a lot of times we talk about how the, the, the beast or the white man holds so much power over our head when he's a minority. So we have to ask ourselves, how, do, how, can, we, how can we, you know, um, reverse that, um, that spell or that, that um, alleged curse, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to go into how exactly we can do that. So um, 
you know, so this is really going to be two powerful events. And then Brother uh, Whitaker, he's going to be bringing in, you know, the the um, nutritious aspect of that. And, you know, that's going to take us to a whole level. So essentially these two lectures are going to be, you know, enlightening. It's going to be really powerful, you know. And, and I would advise that, you know, people that do come or view the lecture at home, you know, really bring in the youth because I'm telling you, it's going to be, it's definitely going to be legendary um, through the, you know, through the grace of the, the almighty Allah, man. And I know a lot of people want to play games when we say these different words, but in reality, um, we are, we are, you know, really close or close-knit when we use these different names and, you know, these different deities. So, you know, we're going to make sense of the whole thing and bring in the sciences, brother, and, you know, we're going to liberate the minds and edify the minds of the people one way or another. Indeed. Absolutely. Um, so, in terms of the tax lien, tax deeds, you said that there's something that you have yourself uh, attempted and been successful at? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have um, been very successful, you know, and we're going we're gonna to show that success on to the, you know, the other people because when I first, when I first um, came across it, um, and a lot of people may have their own ideas. It was it was about four years ago, um, and I was looking at this brother named um, Tony Martinez, and you know he was saying you know how you can get these properties et cetera et cetera. And so you know I started doing some investigating, and you know then I just went full force with it. And you know the thing that it, this is the thing that I like is that, and and not trying to be arrogant you know or downplay any other people, but you know. We are a hustling and grinding people, you know, and I'm not talking about hustle in the sense of scamming, scamming people, but rather I'm talking about we know how to get on up and turn that dollar into 15 cents. And then when I, you know, they had their flavor of it, which I use, but I said if we incorporate our spirit, you know, that black spirit inside of this, man, we'll take over, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take over for real, you know what I'm saying? And so, yes, man, um, you know, there's, there's so many different methods that's, um, you know, beneficial for my family, you know, my wife, my children. Um, you know, I'm, I'm like, look, we got to get this out to the people. You know, we really do. Because essentially um, what happens is, is that every property has taxes on that property. So essentially every building we see, it is held to some type of tax, you know. So when people default on those taxes, and they may default on those taxes for many a reason. Maybe their family died and they just left the house there and nobody paid the taxes. Maybe they had more than one property, you know, and they just decided to let one go and didn't pay the taxes. Maybe they had income property, you know, and one went, you know, they let go and didn't pay the tax. So many different things that can happen, but essentially – these places, regardless as to their fair market value, so, example, you might see a house, you know, sitting on the corner that's on the list. Its fair market value can be, you know, 50000 80000 100000 all the way up to a million dollars or $2 million. You know, the range is just is there. But you come in and essentially pay only the back, te- back taxes, and then you actually get the home. You know, um, now, 
what what I'm trying to do is do the tax lien because the tax lien is different. You don't get the deed to the house. However, you know, if you um, let's say someone owes fifty dollars and and in a particular county, and now every county has you know a different scale on interest that will be paid back to you, as well as you know late fees, late fees, et cetera, et cetera. Now, what happens is is that and this is what I'm saying with people, kids, literally, if you give your child, you know, $50 a month, you know, um, in allowance, if you can do that, you can essentially, if you want to send them to college later, if you want to send them to college later, um, we got some real, some background noise again. If you want to send them to college later, you can have them systematically invest in tax liens, which will, you know, make their money grow much quicker than it will a bank. I mean, 100 to 200 times quicker than it can in any bank. But they, if they start at 10 years old, you know, saving um, $50 a week and investing in, um, you know, these tax liens, they will get a residual income, an income every month where, you know, they just go to the mailbox and get a check. And then they stack that up. By the time they're 18 years old, you know, you will be able to send them to Harvard University, Yale. I'm just saying, you may not want to do that, but I'm just giving, a, you know, an example of what we can do with this. Or by the time they are 18, you know, they can go and develop a business. You know, just by making little investments in them on a monthly basis as little as $50. When they get older, they won't have to ask you for a car. They can buy their own car. They won't have to ask you to start them a T-shirt business. You know what I'm saying? They can actually get it themselves. Of course, it will be via you, and you as the parent would get all the credit, and that's what you want anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, brother, it's great success for, you know, the people that's going to come out, and it's great success for my family. Indeed. Now, in regards to these homes that one might acquire by paying back taxes, is that um, irrespective of any maintenance fees on the home? Like, what if they have to remodel the home? What if they have to gut the home? What if there's plumbing issues? Because I know I have, um, you know, a lot of friends that went to Detroit, you know, with the same idea. They could pay 500 1500 on the home, and they found themselves in situations where it was going to take about five grand to, like, restore the home. You know what I'm saying? A lot of right. people... Um, there, should I say, for that reality, and then they found themselves somewhat in the money pit. Yes, sir. So this was this what I would advise them to do. There's 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 several things that you could do. One, when you um, there's a couple of things you could do. Now, let's say for example, you got the home and it needs you already got the home. You spent five fifteen hundred dollars. It needs five thousand dollars worth of work. Now. The fair market value on that home in generally in general, um, in fact, do you have an idea of how much the value of the home is already as is? Do I have an idea of how much the market value was for the home that they purchased? Yeah. Do you have an idea what it is? No, I, I do not. Oh, okay. So, so let's say, for example, so Detroit is in a very bad situation now, and it's a good opportunity to do some work out there. Now, generally, if you buy a home, you know, and it needs five thousand dollars worth of work, that home could be anywhere from forty to fifty to sixty to eighty thousand dollars. You know, even sitting in the hood, you know. 
So let's just say, let's give it a low fair market value of $40,000. So without the work, the house is already worth $40,000. So essentially you have a few options. You have the options of, one, going to the bank and making a deal with the bank and say, look, because property is, is um, tangible assets, and those assets have values attached to them. So it's just like the monopoly game. People love property. Real estate is key. And, you know, it's a key currency, real estate. It's just like natural resources. You know, you got a piece of land, you got a house on that land, you know, people are going to want to invest and buy in. So, oh, hello. Did that brother just get in from the, uh, from the continent? What is that your phone? Dot. So you might have to mute the uh, line until uh, Brother Bashir is finished building and just open it up afterwards. I'll do that. It's muted. Thank you. Please continue. Okay, no problem. So, yeah, so... Um, even we gave the we gave that um, home a very low market value of forty thousand dollars. We can even let's go to thirty thousand dollars. You know, um, you pay fifteen. It, you want to put five thousand dollars worth of work in it, but the property itself stands at thirty thousand dollars. So you can actually go to a bank and say, "Listen, I got this property on collateral, and you know the fair market value of it is forty forty thousand dollars." So or thirty thousand dollars. So you know my plan is to fix it up, et cetera, et cetera. So what can you do with me? Um, do for me. And what the bank will generally do, they may give you fifty, sixty, seventy percent of the fair market value, and you take that money and you go do what you need to do. Plus you got extra money to go ahead and um, you know go make other investments. You know what I'm saying? So that's one way you could do it. But the way that I'm going to show people how to do it initially, um, I wouldn't advise people to you know, go in it and go buy property in the hood right away because you can run into a lot of problems. So we have to do um, due diligence. We have to do our research. That's essentially what due diligence means. And we have a 14-step plan that will help you um, not buy a lemon house, you know. So essentially what we look for is the best – you want to invest in the best zip codes, the best zip codes, um, you know, with the best school districts, the best businesses, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, because those places maintain their houses, you know. Um, and so, with the internet being at our hand, you can find out all of this information via the internet, you know. Um, so, and you look up, you could just Google best schools in whatever state state you want to, you know, um, invest in. And remember, we have the entire United States to work with. So, whatever state you want to invest in, you type, for example. Um, you know, New York City or Pennsylvania, what is the best schools there? And, you know, you could do um, elementary schools, high schools, middle schools. But when you find out where the best schools is, those are the best neighborhoods, according to the codes. And, you know, we know that's true because um, if, if, you know, a lot of us from the hood, um, when our parents wanted to get us to a really good school, they sent us out of our school district in the hood into another school district, you know, but in those, that district, um, the properties are going to be well-maintained because it is, it, it is um, considered a, 
it's, it's a class system, you know. If you live in this neighborhood, the grass got to be green. It has to be cut, you know. So you look at single-family resi- residential homes in that area, and 99.99% of the time, you will not run into um, trouble when you're dealing with, you know, actually buying the property. Now, I do, I am going to teach our people how to go in the hood because there's a lot of opportunity for us there. You know, we can fix up um, properties in the hood, and essentially you could change the environment of the community, you know, um, in in the hood, you know, so you can do um, just fix up the house. You could make a rooming house out of the property. You know, you could put Section 8 people in the hood, you know, out of the property, and you're not investing that much money, you know. So um, essentially a couple of thousand dollars or even up, like I said, there's properties worth all from, you know, a couple of thousand to millions of dollars, you know, so it depends on your budget. But if we maintain, you know, $500,000, dollars $3,000, that, that um, 5000 limit and under, you know, we can actually get up to those million-dollar homes in no time, quicker than, you know, we, we may believe, you know. If we, if we just pay attention, do our research properly, um, and we're given, you know, the, the, the steps that you need to do. And it's 99.99% um, chance of no um, lost investment, you know. So we have to look at it, you know, all the information right. and, you know, yeah. Now, is this something that you're looking to do as a coalition, you know what I'm saying, as a consortium of investors? Or are you teaching people how to do this as individuals, you know, Somewhat like how Polite has a new covenant, you know, are you trying to put together an organization that goes about, uh, you know, acquisitions of land and property as a unit as opposed to this individual acquisition? Oh, yes. Yes, sir. I mean, um, naturally, um, as a community, we're definitely going to, you know, use this method to acquire uh, land for the community, et cetera, et cetera, which some we have already done. Now, um, but we want people to know that, listen, you can take this information and do it for yourself, but, you know, if you join the community, and let's talk about that for a minute, you know, the Lions, we are the Lions of the Law, the people's organization. So we have different, you know, um, classifications and different types of memberships in our organization. You know, so we do have our Islamic um, auxiliary, but we also have an auxiliary inside our community that um, is called our associate membership, which means that, you know, you may be a Christian Jew, Israelite, or whatever the case may be, but we're about, you know, building community and building brotherhood in this spirit of love. So essentially what I'm saying is that anybody can join an organization that won't be tied to you know, or oh, I have to study the Quran, et cetera, et cetera. No, we have different levels. And if you check out org, our website, it actually explains, you know, our different levels of membership, et cetera, et cetera. And so everybody can get in what they fit in. So, yes, we do have a community strategy on, you know, um, acquiring this property. This is only one of our economic um, remedies that we have. But, yes, we do have that community structure in our plan. And speaking on that, when, you know, when I was looking at the auctions and, you know, the, the, the list around the country, when I was looking at PA in particular, um, 
the Amish community. I found out that the Amish community, you know, um, which, by the way, is one of the richest um, communities and, you know, probably in the world. And But they also um, get land as a community in PA. So, you know, they're getting thousands and thousands of acres together, you know, and, um, you know, they're making it happen for themselves. And, and when I started researching, I was like, man, that is pretty awesome to see that other people have actually used this strategy to benefit themselves and to benefit their, their very own communities. So, you know, we had that same type of idea, um, you know, to doing that for ourselves as well. And seeing them, seeing them on the list actually motivated me you know, um, to get the community to start going and we start coming together and pulling together more members and, you know, so on and so forth. And and I hope that we can get to the point where, you know, New Covenant and the Lines of the Law, we can kind of, you know, become allies so, you know, we could go in there like the Amish is doing because they, they're buying up, you know, it may be um, 50 to 60 different, you know, land, just land you know, up for grabs, and they are, you know, wiping it out, you know, in the state of Pennsylvania, you know. So, um, um, you know, yeah, so so essentially, yes, brother, we're definitely trying to do a, a community thing, but even those that don't want to join the community or, you know, unify for whatever reason, we have those. We want all our people to still have this information and say, hey, look, go out for yourself, you know, do it for yourself if that's what you want to do. It can help you individually, can help us as a community. So, yes, they do have the option that they have that pick. Indeed. Indeed, Brother Red. Brother Red. Say that again, Blue. Yes, if you have any questions for our student brother. Uh, Brother Bashir, would you say is give me three of the most lucrative states right now to um, begin, you know, to uh, take advantage of the lien and, um, you know, start snatching up some property? Because the callers, the family that's on the phone, you know, they range from um, to global audience. So I just want to know from your research, what are like three top states that we should be focused on? Yes, sir. Um, I really, I'm going to, I'm going to give you some options, but like I said, <clears throat> there's not really like, oh, these are three top states, <clears throat> you know, because it depends on what you're looking to do, you know, um, right. and okay. what, what, what your budget, you know, allows you to do. But okay. like, for, like for instance, but I'll give you an idea of, of some states. Um Let's take let's take uh, Maryland for instance. Now, depending on what county, Maryland ranged from six percent to twenty four percent interest on top of the money that you're going to give out. So that that percentage is for you. So depending on the county, you could get from six percent all the way to twenty four percent. And they have a from a six month to a two years redemption period. So you know you have to look at what you want to do um, and what your budget is. You have, um, like, the states that I found to be really, really good. Texas is a really good state um, mm-hmm. for, for tax deeds. 
Texas is a really good state. I would say Florida is a really good state as well. I would say Indiana is a really good state, Illinois. But, you know, it depends on if you're going to – because there's three basic um, liens that you would deal with. So you have, one, the tax lien. You have, two, the tax deeds. And then you have the tax deed hybrid. So essentially the tax lien is where, you know, you're just going to – the people owe the money. You're going to pay the money for them. You know, it's kind of like a loan thing, but you don't deal with the people. You always deal with the county. You always deal with the government. So the government say, look, you pay these taxes. When they pay us, you get, you know, the, the, the whatever the interest is on it, plus the late fees, et cetera, et cetera. That's how your money grows. But if, but if they default on or do not pay, you know, the government says, hey, you, didn't, you paid the tax. You know, they were supposed to pay it back. We gave them 90 days, or we gave them six months to pay it back, or we gave them a year. They never did. Now you get the property. So if you – so, and that's actually one of the first things that we have on our due diligence research is find out what type of budget you have and what, what do you plan on doing with it. You know, what do you want to do? So, you know, um, you got Alabama. You know, tax lien states, Alabama, 12%, you know. Um, but if you want a real quick flip, if you want a real quick flip, um, going to places like Illinois for tax lien, that will that will give you a quick um, flip, um, you know, flip. Indiana, mm-hmm. you, know, um, you know, because these places, Maryland, you know, they have a six-month redemption period. So from day one to six months, you either going to get your money back or you're going to get the um, um, the property, you know. So so those are states that are real um, real powerful and you know getting getting the um, you know your investment to return, you know. And um, mm-hmm. another good another good thing that I just want to mention is that um, you know you don't we don't set any of the interest rates or the late fees. The government do that. So essentially. We don't have nothing to do with our interest or, um, you know, any late fees or penalties. And the people not essentially are not going to know, you know, who got the lien. I mean, they can actually look, you know, on the paperwork or who, you know, bought the lien. But essentially they got to deal with the government, and then the government send you the check, you know, in the mail. You know, so that's how that works. But, you know, for tax deeds, I would say, you know, Texas is a good state. Um, Florida is definitely a good state. And, um, you know, Illinois, also PA. PA is a very good state. Um, not so much Philadelphia um, because they run a lot of package, a lot of package deals. But outside Philadelphia in those counties, Allentown, mm-hmm. um, those are really Harrisburg. good places. Yeah, Harrisburg. Those are really good places. And PA is a really good place because it's, they have different type of sales. Um, but the cells that you want to really look at is the ju- um, judicial cell and the repository cell. You know, they also have the upset cell. But I tell people, you know, you can get with the upset cell if you like, but I would stay away from those because they're, you know, you have to do a little bit more research in that because there could be a lot of different liens and payments that need to be made on an upsell, you know, um, business deal. So I tell people, stay with the judicial and stay with the repository, especially the repository, because, you know, if we know the word repository, you know, this is where they hold liens um, and hold homes that haven't been sold. And I don't want people to think that, oh, these are homes that haven't been sold, so there's something wrong with them. No, there's, there's millions and millions of deeds and liens going out, 
you know, on a regular basis. So um, there is no monopoly on it. So there's always going to be stuff left over that you can work with. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. having a property having a property in the bank, and, you know, you window shop and say, hey, I want that one, send them the money and get the property. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like that because nobody else is bidding, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, it, it, it's it's. It's all, it sounds almost too good. You know, they used to say if it sounds almost too good to be true, it probably is. In this case, it actually is not. You know, it actually is not. And we know that if you pay, you can have a million-dollar home and pay cash for it. But if you don't pay that primary lien, which is the taxes, if you don't pay the taxes, they don't care your house paid for or nothing. They will snatch it. You know what I'm saying? They will mm-hmm. snatch it. And then this is another good thing that I like about it, that, that our people, you know, because we like to help our people, you know. So if I come into an instance where I did acquire somebody home and, you know, they're still in the home, I don't have to evict them. You know, I still can work with my people. But like, you know what, keep your credit. You know, just you just got to pay me, you know, 600, 650 a month. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a lot of things we could do, and you also can help people as well, you know, when you acquire their property. Indeed. Absolutely. Let's go to the phone line. Ready? Before before you even go there, I just wanted to ask one more question, Blue. Sure. What about the greater Philadelphia area, the city? Now, taking a stroll around the city when we were out there last week, I saw a lot of opportunity and I saw a lot of property that was unclaimed, a lot of depressed areas and things of that nature. Now, my question to you would be, because I just listened to a radio show, brothers from. Yeah. yeah, I just listened to a radio show that the brothers from the America Society did with a brother who was on the ground in Detroit, and uh, he was a real estate, you know, um, investor. He was given a skinny on, you know, Detroit and the windows that were opening up as well as the windows that were closing. So when I look at Philly. You know, no offense to anybody in Philly, the family. I love the family out there. I'm just saying that, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a depressed city. You know, um, real estate wise, you know, it, there's neighborhoods that need to be regentrified, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. By by by, you know, and not by social entrepreneurs. That's the new name that we give for Europeans because the research that I've done has shown me that they are coming under the guise of social entrepreneurship, which has a a plethora of benefits. You know, they're coming into neighborhoods under the guise of social entrepreneurs, and they're tapping into venture um, capitalists who are set aside for social entrepreneurship, and we call it regentrification, but they're coming in under the guise of helping out, you know, uh, urban areas or depressed areas, that's why they'll put, you know, a Whole Foods in the hood or they'll put a food, or organic food spot in the hood or they, they'll even put a, a Starbucks, which will fall under certain categories because of the um, items in Starbucks, you know, and, and it, 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 you know, they'll get tax breaks and all kind of stuff, you know, and they'll begin their mission of regentrification and, you know, they'll cordon off certain areas. And um, like the brother on the show was saying, that Detroit is being looked at as a new tech hub, okay? And 
that's very uh, attractive to, you know, um, startups, startup communities, entrepreneurs, startup environments and whatnot. Like they'll swarm on areas and create these startup communities like they're doing in Harlem and like they have been doing in other places in Brooklyn and stuff like that. And the rents go sky high, the value of the property shoots up, and then by the time we get the hip, it's too late. You know, that's when we start rallying and crying and marching. So my question to you would be, is the possibility of creating um, a, a group of brothers and sisters, an investment group of brothers and sisters who, be, who could begin to snatch up property in the Philadelphia area while, while it's Baltic Avenue, we're going to use monopoly terms, you know what I'm saying, while it's Baltic Ave, you know, and, and other places, you know, and while the prices are low, and begin to regentrify these communities on our terms, not waiting for Europeans to come in. Like, they're the only ones that can sweep up a block or paint a store or something. Like, we can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, we could do it ourselves, and we could also tap into, you know, because we, I, I feel like social entrepreneurship is also something that is not only restricted to Europeans. We, we are social entrepreneurs. When we're standing out there doing what we do, the two lectures that you're doing, they fall under the guise of social entrepreneurship, you're teaching your people, and you're an entrepreneur, and you're doing the good for the social. You're, you're doing social good. So what is the possibility of us doing that, coming together and snatching up these properties, you know, in South Philly, North Philly, and things of that nature, fixing it up, and, and you know, raising up the value of the, of the neighborhoods? Yes, sir, and and I'm glad you asked me that. Um, actually, there's some more information about myself. I'm actually from Philadelphia, you know. So um, Philly, let me, let me tell you, our people have been, you know, slipping on opportunities, and you know, we really shows like this really um, is is necessary because it was a time in Philly where you could literally get all of those abandoned houses. When I was growing up, I used to see the houses getting boarded up, and we knew a lot of people in our neighborhood. Um, well, everybody knew everybody in the neighborhood, but a lot of those houses, I've seen, you know, the elders lose their homes. Um, a lot of their children was, you know, caught up on crack and, you know, all those narcotics. So, you know, mm-hmm. they essentially ran the home down. But, you know, our people um, – has been so dumbed down and suffering from, you know, that Willie Lynch syndrome that, you know, we didn't take the opportunities to, you know, take those homes and those houses. And that allowed the European to come in and start really building building it back up. And I'm going to get to that in just a moment. But, you know, I'm just giving you some history right now on Philly um, and personal experience, you know. Um, but nevertheless, they had where you could actually get those homes for a dollar. You can actually get those homes for a dollar. A lot of our, some some of our people invested, but not nearly as much that should have invested. You know, um, getting a house next door for just a dollar, and all the government wanted you to do is make sure that you clean it up. You know, um, you maintain it, and you know that's it. One dollar, you can have the property, and you know um, because of our this the disunity, you know, amongst us. Um, for whatever reason, you know, there's a lot of reasons we could run them all night. But essentially we know the root problem was that we 
um, did not unify on that, and we just didn't care about our communities. So, you know, um, if you look at North Philly coming up Broad Street from City Hall all the way up to actually where Black and Nobel is at. So anybody that knows where City Hall is, where the William Penn is standing tall from there all the way to where Black and Nobel is, um, when I was growing up, that was all black. You know, it was all black. And um, what, started, what started happening is the, those white boys said, look, we want to come back into the city, you know, because they was all living in the out, uh, outskirts or Penrose, southwest Philadelphia, out there where it's, you know, considered to be a little bit more nicer. But they said, look, we want to get back towards, you know, downtown. So that whole area, Temple, Temple University actually set it off. They set it off by, you know, going into the neighborhoods, buying up the houses, creating, you know, dorm rooms, frat houses, et cetera, et cetera, building up mm-hmm. different type of buildings, you know. So they essentially got that strip, you know, on lock. But what we can do, there's not hope lost. What we can do, um, Philadelphia, as far as, you know, getting a home, they have the tax, the tax deed there um, and the tax lien there as well. But, you know, for to buy the properties, they made it a little bit more difficult uh, for us, you know, be, so essentially they'll put a package of houses together. Like it may have five or six properties in one package, and you have to buy that entire package. And, you know, so that entire package may be, you know, we'll give you these six houses, and they're not going to split them up. You know, we give you these six houses for $30,000, for example, you know. So what we need to do is town, towns like that, we can certainly come together and literally buy up blocks. We can literally buy up blocks and put all our people in these blocks right in North Philly, which is being cleaned up. It's, you know, you got the gritty, the gritty and the gutter boys out there, you know, doing what they do. But, you know, um, where they're building up in Temple University and, and all of that, you know, we actually have a great opportunity um, to go into Philly as as a collective group. I mean, five or six of us that's really serious about putting in this work. You know, we can um, definitely, uh, you know, go in there and, and clean the slate. You know, we really can, you know, but we just have to have confidence ourselves. We have to have the proper knowledge, and we have to be willing to not allow our ideology or whatever differences we have. We have to be focused on, look, do we want to come up and build something great for ourselves, our family, and our people? Let's, let's go ahead and do that. So um, long story short, there's opportunities there for us to do it on a collective. But at the end of the day, I'm telling you, brother, by next year, you know, other way, we're going to be buying it all. You know what I'm saying? In the city mm-hmm. like Philly, Detroit, because we understand that our people are already there. You know what I'm saying? So these are good places that we can literally take two, three blocks. You know, if you look at um, down nice and Lehigh, that area in Philadelphia, broad in Indiana, broad in Glenwood, you know, these are all areas where, you know, the, the houses are boarded up. I mean, you can, you can see a row of four or five houses boarded up on each block back there. I've seen you know? it. Yeah, man. So, you know, I I've mean, seen the row houses boarded up. Mm-hmm. And that would be opportunity. And, and here's the thing. We don't even, you, you may not want to live there, but at least what can happen is, like I said, we got to use our, you know, our hustle mentality, not our scamming mentality. 
You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm talking about when I'm saying hustle, right. I'm talking about getting on the grind. You know what I'm saying? So um, if we get on our grind with that, you know, we can clean it up. We can take a couple of these handy men that's out on the street that work in the community. You know, they know how to paint. They know how to do all that. We, we can make a room in the house. We can make some apartments on different floors. And, you know, we can put those handy men like, look, you in charge of, you know, supervising the business. Now we gave him a job and gave him an opportunity, you know. Um, and I know a lot of guys that, you know, have talent, but they just not don't have the opportunities to, you know, to capitalize and, you know, help them come up. You know, even these mm-hmm. young guys. You know, them young hood boys in the street, we can clean them up and say, look, we're going to make you the, the, the super of this, this building. you in charge of watching the building. You know, so it, it's a lot of things we can do, brother. And this, you know, tackling tech D thing actually gives us an opportunity. Um, and believe it, these white boys that's teaching this, they are in there killing this thing, you know. But mark my word, we would do better because we have better swagger. You know what I'm saying? We we always yes. pull out the Michael Jordan when we get when we get plugged in on that frequency, man, we, we do great things, you know, and we can do great things in selling, but we can also do great things to be successful. You know what I'm saying? Indeed, brother. Indeed. Brother Blue, um, let's get to these callers. Do we have can we bring in our brother um Dr. Whitaker to uh you know, just wrap up what it is that he was sharing and then go to the yeah, call. Hold on one second because we're nearing our 11-11. Somebody in the chat room asked me, you know, or they asked, they're asking the uh, guests, what would the investment be and in, in is there a website they can go to? Can you reiterate that information? Yes, sir. Go to um, lionsofalaw.org. You know, um, there's a contact sheet there. You know, contact us with what you want to do. Um, and also, you know, this is not the only thing that tax lead tax deeds. I mean, we have land where we're about to, you know, we have the seeds. We have the broccoli, the, whatever you could think of, organic. We got it. You know, the broccoli, the kale, the spinach, all of that. Next year we're going to be busting up the land, you know, putting the seeds in, you know, so our people can benefit from that. You know what I'm saying? They can get there. Um, we're, 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 obviously, we're starting off small. You know, the, the land is in New Jersey, um, south near South Jersey, um, you know, so it's going to be there. But we're going to ship to you know Philadelphia. We're going to get one of those green carts, you know, put it, put the our fruits and vegetables on that, bring it up to New York. So it's a lot of things we're getting into, you know. And and I, I hope that our people don't be like, oh, that's Imam Bashir. He's a Muslim. And he's against. You know what I mean? We all trying to empower our people. So you know, you contact us with whatever you do. We'll give you the advice. You know, on what to do, what's coming up, tax leads, tax deeds. So, lionsofalaw.org, that's where you put all your information. You know, um, reach out. We're reaching out to you. You reach out to us. You know, we really want to make some changes in, in, in our communities, and we want to really build a community for us, you know, where we, we have universal principles and laws that we all follow. That that is laws of nature. You know what I'm saying. We don't want to steal from each other. We don't want to be killing each other. We don't want thievery. We, you know, we want good, intelligent talk. You know, we want a place for our children. They can get out the hood and come out here. You know, so it's a lot of things we we working on, family. And you know, time time is of the essence. You know, for us to get working. But in a few years, man, we we want to have this thing so sold up. You know, and um, 
I, I hope that we can all extend, you know, um, hands to one another and, and get this work done so we can, you know, create a, a new reality for ourselves and get this thing rolling. So lionsofthelaw.org is where it's at. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. All right. And is there any base investment? Like, oh, I guess you deal with all of that. I'm well, we sorry, brother. Can you say that again? I said we should best explain to them the level of investment is dependent upon the property. There's no set price um, that any tax lien is, is, is going for to go from, you know, anywhere from fucking fifty dollars to, you know, five thousand to fifty thousand dollars. You know, so for the audience member that's listening in, you know, you want to go on the brother's site. You want to get in contact with him, you know, and actually go down to one of these auctions yourself to really see what the skin is. It's nothing like going to these um, auctions yourself, seeing how they play out, right? Yes, sir. And you, but you know what's so fly, brother? What's so awesome is that you can actually not even go to an auction. <laughs> you know, you can literally do things online. You know where you literally don't have to leave your home, so you can purchase stuff. All, all. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Even better. Yeah, yeah, even better because look, you have, you have, um, and we'll teach you how to do that too. You just don't go blindly do it. You still do your research, and you know, like you have, for example, Google Earth. You know what I mean? Google Earth can take you right to the property. You can analyze the property through Google Earth. You know, look at it, check it out. Um, then you can give somebody, you know, yeah, listen, I give you I give you thirty, forty dollars, you go take pictures of that property and mail it to me. You know what I'm saying? You 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 know, it's so many things that you can do. You know, just now you go to Fiverr. Yes, go to yes. Fiverr and give them five dollars. There you go. <laughs> there you well, go. No. Let's pause go. for the pause. We have our 11-11 meditation. We need to get ready for real quick. Um, family, if you are listening for the first time and you're not familiar with meditation, we are going to take a three- to four-minute uh, meditation, a uh, break for meditation. We do it where we preferably get in a uh, all-dark place, preferably all, you know, pitch black, find ourselves seated, flat to the floor, back straight on the chair, uh, palms, our hands on the edge of our knees, palms facing upwards, tip of the index finger touching, tip of the tongue touching the form of the pyramid, tip of the tongue touching the roof of the mouth, and uh, we are pulling air from our abdominals through our nose, exhaling out of our mouths, eyes closed, all right, we are Meditating to the mantra of Omni Padme Om, which stands for the jewel and the lotus, perfect balance between masculine and feminine principle. All right? Let the information filter, clear vision of what's been told to you tonight. See into your future, start programming in it. We'll be back. Om 
Yeah, he, he may have um, left us because um, I don't know if he told you or not because I came on a little later than, you know, when he was on. But um, he just came from Northeast Africa, you know, so um, that flight was 15 hours. And, you know, so he was in ATL, headed back to get on another flight to Cali. So, you know, he might have had to tap out on us. But, you know, he'll be, he'll be nice and fresh, um, you know, uh, for Sunday and Monday you know, New York and his Philly. But, um, you know, I'm not the doc, but I can tell you that I am one of his uh, students. So um, I definitely can, you know, give a little insight. Um, but, you know, at the lecture, you know, you could come out and get, you know, all of Dr. Whitaker. Yes, and his family is at home and they want to partake, participate with this particular lecture. How can they go about that again? All right, check us out, lionsofalaw.org. Or, you know, if you are in New York, um, head over to uh, Nicholas, Brooklyn. You know, that's on 570 Fulton Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11217. You know, you could go up there, um, get your ticket. It's going down this Sunday at 6 o'clock. You know, doors open at 5. Um, you know, and if you're in Philly, you could go to Black and Nobel, you know, get a ticket there if you're in Philly on 1409 West Erie Avenue, Philadelphia, PA 19140. Or you can go on our website, lionsofalaw.org. That's spelled L-I-O-N-S, Lions of Allah, A-L-L-A-H dot O-R-G. Um, and if you have any more questions, give us a call at 917-657-1092. Indeed. Okay, let's go to the lines. Again, family, any questions, comments, or concerns, please press one at the time. Let's go to caller from 773-902. Caller from the 773. Peace. From the 773, the line is open. Peace. Okay, let's keep it moving. Let's go to caller from the 954-954. Nine five four two four six. Call a piece. Hello. Peace. Hello. Peace. Let's um. This is uh. Jungle flat. I like to ask um. Question to Bashir about to the the real estate. Is this only um? A, Accessible or only contains to the to the U.S. as far as that information, or that's on the islands as well, or? Well, um, my research has been primarily in the the U.S. You know, um, I don't know about any other any other jurisdictions, but I do know about the U.S. jurisdictions. But um, the good thing is, is that if you are outside the U.S., you can still buy the property. You know what I mean? You still, yeah, you can still go um, online and, you know, buy property in the U.S., make some connections. And, um, brother, we talk on the phone, so, you know, um, if you're trying to make any of those investments, because I know you out there in the Bahamas, you know, um, we'll help you help you do that, brother. We can work something out for sure. Yeah, that would be great, because it sounds very interesting there. Yes, sir, it's very powerful. Indeed. 
that's your only question, Carla? Um, I mean, I mean, being, being what he said is, it's not much I could ask towards the the buying of it until I get more proper information. I mean, besides, right. I could ask, you know, what's the ups and downs to it? You know, from your experience, that like you said, you decided to be a guinea pig first before you actually decided to go and purchase knowledge to the public. You know, what's some things to look forward to versus than just looking at it being all gravy? Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's what I, I, you know, I said that in the beginning of the program is that, you know, um, you do research, you know, due diligence. You know, um, if you if you blindly go buy a property, you can get a lemon. You know, so that's the downfall. The downfall is you're actually going to have to do some work. You're actually going to have to, you know, do some research. Now, we have actually made, you know, did all essentially majority of the work. And when I say majority, we've done at least 98% of the work for you. The other oh. 2%. The other 2%, you know, you're going to have to take the initiative. If you're doing it as an individual, you know, you're going to have to take the um, initiative to apply what, you know, we have taught you in the real field. You know what I'm saying? And once again, we'll help you with that. But if you're going out there playing Russian roulette saying, I'm just going to buy this property without doing research on the property, you know, um, finding out where the property is actually located, et cetera, et cetera, then, you know, you're playing Russian roulette and you probably get something like a dud because they do have, this is why we, we have this 14 steps that you do because they do have properties, for example, that could, that, that will say, okay, this is um, 20 acres, you know, 20 acres for um, $500. And you'd be like, oh, my God, they got 20 acres for $500 sold. I'm getting that thing. But you don't realize um, that's because you just looked at the price, you looked at how much acreage was there, and you, you got excited, and you just put your money down. But then when you go look at the property, you find out that, you know, like when you drive down the highway, you know, you drive down the highway and you see those, um, the, the, the long strip of grass, you know, dividing the westbound or the eastbound highway, those are actually subdivided into um, property taxes as well. You know, um, it, it, it's stupid, it's silly, but, you know, that, that's how they do to, you know, keep all of the land subdivided so they can able to get taxes on it. So, so essentially, if you, you know, um, listen to the instructions, then you will not run into any problems. But if you want to cut corners and don't want to, you know, um, be thorough, then, you know, of course you're going to make mistakes. So it's so easy and simple. It's like playing Legos. You know, put the Lego in, put the Lego on top of the Lego. Put the circle peg inside the circle peg, not the square peg. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's that simple. But, you know, hard-headed folks are going to learn a hard lesson very quick in this game if they, you know, don't want to be um, diligent. All right. Um, Pena, I think I heard you say you got into it about – Roughly four years ago. Correct. Um, I, I I would assume that you have spoken to others about it. Have you ever had any feedback? And if you did, um, how was it? Was it a positive, negative? And is it that you realized you did not follow it properly? That's why it went bad. 
or whatever the case may have happened. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know anyone that had has has had a bad experience. Okay. Know? Um, I I've um. Yeah, I don't know anyone that has that had a bad experience, you know, yet. Wow. You know, maybe, maybe, you know, we will find one soon. But then when we really, you know, look thoroughly at what happened, we say, oh, you didn't pay attention. You know, um, you didn't read what we gave you to read. Um, you know, um, and essentially that means you, you was the class clown and you really wasn't listening at all. So, you know, you bound to run into mistakes, but... It's ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance of success, you know. Um, it's virtually. It, I mean, you just you just have to be a subject to lose in this game. I mean, you really do. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry to use that type of terminology, but I mean that's that's real talk, you know. Um, yeah, that is what it is, bro. Okay. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, caller. All right, brother. Peace. Let's go to caller from the three zero three five four nine three zero three. Caller, peace. Peace, peace. Um, question regarding uh, all this information that we've been presented with: Do any terms and conditions change when we are speaking of actual land? and not a uh, property that's been built on, amongst the land. So it's just land itself, but no houses on it. Do any terms and conditions uh, vary or change? Well, you're speaking if you just get um, um, the land itself. Generally, Correct. generally, um, yes, there's always a chance that um, depending on what you are doing, like, like for example, if you acquire land, um, there are zonings, you know, in different counties. So you may be in a county where it's zoned where you cannot have agriculture, for example, on that land. Um, so they wouldn't, you know, want you to plant, you know, a farm, grow a farm out there. Um, even that can be challenged in the, in the court system, depending on what you want to do, you know. Um, some counties may say, look, you got this land, but you can't put livestock on it. So, you know, this is all research that we will do prior to, according to what you want to actually do. You know, so if you want to actually have livestock, you know, you want cows and, you know, chickens or whatever it may be, um, we will search for properties that, you know, um, we know there won't be no problems because we'll get you farmland, you know. So essentially the counties do have stipulations and they do have zoning. So, you know, depending on what exactly you want to do as far as using that land, you know, you just buy it according to, you know, what you want to do. And, you know, there's tons of acreage, you know, so that's really not a big problem. All right. I hope I answered you. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you uh one more time list that number? You listed the Lions of Allah dot org. Uh all the contact information. I just didn't get that number. Okay. Nine one seven six five seven one zero nine two. One zero nine two. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, brother. Peace. Peace.
Mm. Okay, let's go to uh, I don't know if it's the same brother from the nine five four. I seen a hand go back up. Pull up in the nine five four two four six. Yeah, oh yes, um I, I am the same. Are you still with us, brother? Did I mute your line? Hello? Pull up in the 954. You with us? Peace. Man, I don't know what happened to the brother's line. Let's try to open it one more time. 954, call up. Peace. 954246. You there? All right. I don't know what happened. Yeah, two minutes to try to call back. Yeah, well, that concludes the hands up. That concludes the callers, the questions, and the call queue. So if you have any closing remarks for this remarkable presentation here tonight, but I definitely want you to reiterate one more time, you know, the time location of the upcoming demonstration. Yes, sir, and, you know, um, before I do that, I do appreciate the brothers, you know, having us out, you know, um, to put this information out there, honest to you, um, you and your brother, Blue and Red, for, you know, doing what you do, you know, bringing all this information to our people, you know. Um, you know, you can't, you can't imagine how much, you know, this shows our community what we need to really do, you know. Um, put out this information and let the people take the information and you know, build upon that. So, you know, uh, once again, Sunday, October 5th, would be at um, Nicholas, Brooklyn. That's 570 Fulton Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11217. Um, Dr. Whitaker will be in the building. And he's also going to be doing a book signing as well on his book called Medicine. Um, you know, and um, that book has actually gone viral. It's really a powerful read. So I would advise people, you know, um, come out just to get the book, you know, or you know, um, go and order the book, you know, because it's definitely a powerful read. So his title is Prescribed Death, The Truth Behind Medicine. And um, in the, on that day, at um, Sunday, I will be in the building talking about who is God, what is the devil. It's really going to be a powerful um, lecture, you know, some of which we have heard previously. But um, I'm going to bring such a profound perspective that, and it's going to be so universal, excuse me, that we all are going to be able to, um, you know, benefit from that. And I guarantee we're going to we're going to leave, you know, feeling refreshed, you know, feeling rejuvenated, you know, and um, give that spirit of let's go over, let's go out and you know take over the world, you know. So that's going to be powerful. And I really would like um, the children to come out as well. I'm really trying to get into the minds of the youth as well. Um, nevertheless. Monday evening, we're going to be at uh, Black and Nobel, 1409 West Erie Avenue, um, Philadelphia, PA, 19140. And uh, Dr. Williker is going to be doing his thing. And um, we're going to be doing, and I'm going to be doing Buy the Lean and Live Your Dream, Unlocking the Secrets of Wealth. And <clears throat> not only am I going to be um, teaching the tax liens, tax deeds um, paradigm, but I'm also 
going to be showing us how we can actually create an economic um, plan for ourselves. So, you know, um, and let me just put that out there. See, it's so it's a lot of things that we can actually do, you know, by getting the properties. You could just sell them. You don't have to keep them. You could sell them, get money from it, and start, um, you know, different um, adventures, you know. Um, but also what I tell people is that we have to look closely at this fiat currency. Now, we know this fiat currency is the paper currency. And, you know, in 1971, um, Nixon, he actually, you know, put the seal on, you know, the the use of the fiat currency and, um, you know, that whole ordeal. But nevertheless, what we have to do, which is really uh, um, an insider that I keep um, for the people, you know, that is in the close circle because, you know, this is one of the things that you really don't want out there too much because, if, you know, when you tell somebody something, they generally take it and run, and they don't have all the pieces of the puzzle. But what I will say is that we're going to have to start turning this fiat currency into real currency. And um, property and real estate is one way to do it, but also acquiring you know, natural resources such as gold, silver, et cetera, et cetera. You know, because if you look in our communities, we have a lot of the the stores that you see all up all over the place where they say, We buy your gold, we buy your gold. You know, they got it in corner stores doing it now. You know. But the reason why they're trying to get your gold is because they know that the real currency lies with natural resources. So we're gonna to have to edge our way into, you know, getting real currency as well. They have gold billion, um, silver billion that you can actually order and buy and start stacking up. You might have to get an ounce or, you know, half an ounce or whatever the case may be. But we're really going to have to start developing um, financial security for ourselves. And we're going to have to realize that eventually this fiat currency, this paper currency is going to be gone because, you know, America is, $17 trillion and counting, almost $18 trillion in debt. She's not going to pay that debt. She's maintaining that debt through her force and world power as being a superpower, you know, on the planet at this time. So, you know, we're going to have to learn how to play the game and how to, you know, set our, our pawns and, you know, our rooks and, you know, our pieces in a way where when it does go down, when it goes down, we are going to be safe. And another thing about connecting economic stability is that we need to, you know, um, we're talking about farms and we're talking about eating right, but we need to really work hard on developing that so we can have food to survive when it goes down. Because when it goes down, it's going to be crazy, you know, and a lot of our people are going to die you know, within a few days or a week because they're not going to be able to survive. So we're going to have to learn arts such as, you know, canning and jarring. Um, you know, um, our great-grandparents used to do it all the time, you know, but we got to get those, um, you know, skills back. And this is all part of, you know, spirituality, nutrition, and economics. Like, this is real talk. And a lot of us, you know, heard it before or thought it before, but we really just put it off till till tomorrow. And even now, we should have um, in in our homes 
we should have, you know, a survival kit. We should have, you know, um, food, um, you know, uh, first aid kits. You know, we should have a bicycle. We should have extra um, inner tubes. You know, we should have flashlights, batteries, et cetera, et cetera, because we never know what's going to happen, you know. And if we look at Katrina, a lot of our people, you know, suffer through Katrina and they're waiting for FEMA, you know, and all of that. So if we're going to be in a conscious circle, we have to really start preparing ourselves. And, you know, um, buying these properties the way that we want to show you is going to actually help you into something bigger, you know, because we need to get this money and we need to work it you know, work it, work it so we can actually come out on top, you know, because it's, it's really nasty. So um, it's going to be a, both lectures are going to be available on live stream as well. So if you can't make it, you can go to townzonetv.com, search Minds of a Law TV, and, um, you know, you can purchase the live stream there. But, you know, we're going to take the message to another another level, and we're going to try to get our people to see, like, look, man, it's going to go down. Let's do what we need to do now, prepare ourselves, have a safety net as well so, you know, we can be in a good position and get out of the beggar position, you know. So that is what it is, brothers. Um, so you go lionsofalaw.org, um, give us a call, 917-657-1092, and um, we'll be more than happy to build with you and put you on to some other things you know, that, that we need to do as individuals, families, mm-hmm. and communities. Indeed, Brother Bashir. And I, I, I honestly do want to say that, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a breath of fresh air hearing this information coming from you. Um, I encourage you to, you know, definitely um, – carry this flag, you know what I mean, like like stand on this square right here when it comes to empowerment and business and the knowledge that you share, you're a very knowledgeable brother. Um, I'm sure that this information is going to resonate with individuals who are seeking it. Um, I look forward to helping you form, you know, even further so your reach could extend past <clears throat> the um, – just just the extent that it's, it's reaching already, you know, and going to other networks as well, you know, so you could be able to network the same way that you brought the brother Dr. Whitaker, you know, building up a network like that and expanding your reach. You know, we just want to be able to pair you with other brothers because there's a lot of people out there that are um, definitely looking for other people to link up with to build these, these uh, movements, because when you were talking, I'm just saying to myself, like, you know, I'm an optimist, I'm an optimistic person, and, you know, being in this conscious community over the past, ye- you know, few years, it- it's, 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 it's invited a sense of pessimism into my reality, and, 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 you know, that took a lot for me to even say. But I only say that because, you know, I know the power of, our community or our network, you know, when we work together. And, and, and it's, a, it's almost, it, it, I don't want it to become a dream deferred because it's still a, it's still a dream because I've never seen it. Like I haven't seen us move as one unit. I haven't seen us, I haven't seen two groups come together and move as, 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 as at once. 
dealing with economics. I've seen people come together to debate. I've seen them come together to do other things. But I haven't seen us come together as an economic consortium and move and make things happen and come back with tangible results. You feel what I'm saying? And I yearn for that day. I really, I come outside daily just looking for that. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for that day, and I'm being, I'm, being, I'm gonna be an optimist about it. I know that it's going to come very, very soon. I don't want it to come when we under the gun. I don't want it to come in the damn uh, five seconds in the ninth inning. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want it to come then. I want it, and we are in the ninth inning. You know what I'm saying? I would love for it to come very soon. I would love for different individuals who have a, a very loud voice in this community and have a lot of people to listen to them and follow them, I would love for their egos to be put to the side and for them to embrace their brothers on the front line and the brothers who may be doing other things in the same fields as them and coming together, combine their organizations, combine their networks, you know, not just talk about it or... or or um, pontificate about it, but actually actualize what this unity thing is about and how it could work. Because, you know, to me, unity is not just taking pictures where we all standing out there together, or unity is not like eight people on the same bill. Unity is getting up one morning, coming together, and making some things happen, you know, And, 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 you know, either letting the world know it or keeping it to ourselves if need be. But, we owe it to ourselves at the end of the day. We owe it to our children. We owe it to our wives. We owe it to our parents and the shoulders of the people who we stand on, whether it's our gods, our deities, or our master teachers. Just saying. Yes, sir. That's real talk right there. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. So, like I said, I'm going to keep it 1,000 with you. You know what I mean? Whatever you need from KTL, whatever you need from my network, whatever links that you need to different teachers and speak and, and, and speakers or master students, whatever it is, feel free to always come to us. Let us know. Keep us abreast of your movements. We, you know, we watching, got the drones out, paying attention. And like I said, you know, we here to help. You know what I mean? We want to create results. Yeah. Hold on. We got another call. Let's call us. Call us. In the call. Yeah, call us. In the- it's three eight two. Peace. 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 Yeah, this is Shakir. I'm calling from North Carolina. I was just listening to a man, Bashir, uh, was uh, speaking. Peace, brother. And um, what he what he said is is uh, 100 correct. Um, me being a Marine, I'm home now. Uh, I teach uh, what they call a combat martial arts to, to people in my community. A lot of times I tell people, a lot of times, um, you know, you're in a war mentally, physically, psychologically, emotionally, and spiritually, even right down to the food and drinking your, on your table. So if you're not reading, if, if, if you're not reading books on oh, chemistry and physics and quantum mechanics and you're not understanding mathematics, then plain and simple, you're going to die because it's coming. It's just not a matter it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, because it's coming. Mm. So you can look at I'm going to give you, you know, people walking around, they're wondering why people are acting crazy and people are stupid. Um, if you know about physics, the Van Allen belts, these are the the, the, the 
the circulation of the energy on the outside of the planet. Uh, I quote 1967 Senate Intelligence Committee Senator Claiborne Pell, now that we have learned to control the weather, we must use hurricanes, tornadoes, and earthquakes as weapons to force countries in the treaties. So, you know, in mathematics, my father has a Ph.D. in nuclear applied physics. Education has always been imperative in my family, and my mother was an educator. So when you see these things going on right in your midst because they're using techniques called the shock doctrine and the Hegelian dialectic principle, problem, reaction, solution, they get you, they put the problem out there, get you react to it, and you turn around and ask them for the solution. So, with the, right. you know, even with the ABO blood type system, they have a, a military facility in Arizona. That's all they do is blood work. That's why I stopped my father from telling them, don't donate, don't give blood, because this is where they come up with these ethnic weapons, such as Ebola uh, virus and AIDS. Uh, and you're going to see all these things are going to be uh, let out. And when it goes down, it's going to be real ugly, and a lot of people are going to die. It's like I told somebody the other day, I said, when you see the, you can be the alpha male or the alpha female on the Serengeti, taking the rest of your your pack, your gazelles across the uh to get across the river, but everybody not gonna make it. Them crocs gonna get some of y'all, simply for the fact mm-hmm. y'all not listening and y'all not staying together. So, you know, this the the white man or whatever the powers that be, he's he came into existence on a separation system, and he's he he that's his number one tool is divide and conquer. He is thinning out the herd. He is separating the weak from the strong, and he's getting ready to take it all down. And the last thing I want to say about the economics, when I came up, a dollar sign was made of S with two slashes going through it, which represented gold and silver. The S&P just downgraded America's credit rating not too long ago. Now you see all electronic devices, whether it's your cell phone or, or your computer keyboard. The symbol for a dollar sign now is an S. With one slash through with his credit, the money is gone. The money was never real. You are the money. You are the money that secured a bond. Why, if you look on the back of your Social Security card, that number is called an exemption number. And when every child is born in America, the Federal Reserve Bank automatically prints out a million dollars because you are the money. So when you go to jail, get in trouble, pay taxes, do this, get tickets, you are the money because they know you're going to work. So this is why they are culling the people. So when it go down, like a man Bashir said, when it go down, it's going to be real ugly. And if you're not at the Army Navy surplus store getting your boots and your bags and your cold weather gear, warm gear together, you know, it's nice to have weapons to make noises. But if you don't have a a, a, a compound bow, a crossbow, weapons that are silent, a survival knife, compass, uh, uh, your, your cold weather bags, your Alice packs with you to put your gear up, you ain't going to make it. You're just going to die. And with that, I say peace, man. And, and I want to want to add on to my what my brother's saying because if if I could, because you know that is the aspect that we essentially forget about, you know, and that's why I said we I'm gonna do who is God and what is the devil because a lot of people claim or we we profess so much with our mouth we profess so much, but you can tell that the people really don't understand what either two of those entities are because of what they do. You know, actions speak louder than words. So so if you have the beast and the devil, then, and we're going to say that that's the white man, which is essentially true, but it, it, it's deeper than that. It goes deeper than that. 
But yes, sir. You're right. How mm-hmm. can you, how can you, not be preparing if you know you are under the devil's regime? It doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? How are we okay. talking about an uh, economic plan? But with that economic plan, we're not talking about survival. You know, how can we talk about, you know, growing a garden? Look, I said, I said, look, my wife can bear witness to this. She's listening. I said a couple years ago, I said, look, when we get the farm and all of this stuff, we need the sisters to learn how to sow again. Our sisters have to sow. You know what I'm yes. saying? Our brothers have to get in that too because we need clothes. Not only do we need clothes, um, for when something happens, but we should be developing our own clothes for our babies themselves. I mean, they're babies. Why we can't make our babies their own little 90s? Our grandmothers didn't. They made blankets. Mm-hmm. They made pillows. So why are we not doing that? But but we're conscious. You know what I'm saying? Why are we not learning how to take the pressure cooker and put our food inside it, our vegetables, our fruits inside it, so we can store it? For, you know, the rainy day. Why aren't we doing that? You know what I'm saying? So we still talking God and the devil and the beast and I'm God and all of this, but we're not acting it out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, Mm -hmm. we have to get the people mind back and really let them know what the heck we're talking about when we're talking about God and what's the responsibilities that come with that and what's the responsibilities that come with Satan and understand how the two relate to us so we can make the the necessary moves so that's going to really catapult us to a real level of consciousness because if we're not developing for ourselves and we're not making sure that we got a stockpile of stuff, we stockpile <laughs> Bullets. I mean, I'm even saying bullets, and I don't even want to talk like that on the air. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. all of us is not for us, you know. But right. nevertheless, you know, we this stuff we need to be doing if we are God. We're not doing. You know what I'm saying? So, little man, it's this is. Hey, man, real Bashir, may I ask something on with that? Yes, please. Yes, sir. When like I have like I, we have some. Some land down here in the south. I know, like the Nature of Islam has a farm down here. I know Dr. Wrigley. He used to teach at uh, North Carolina A&T, which I went to Tuskegee and then later came to A&T after I got out of the Marine Corps. Um, and I, my family has land down here. My thing is that as uh, my father's in upstate New York, now he comes down, and as we continue to develop this land, once you develop the land, you got to know how to protect it because when it go down, people gonna be hungry. And everybody, mm-hmm. every you ain't gonna be able to feed everybody. But like you said about the clothes, that that turnaround, I can see dormitories on the land. We growing our own cotton. We growing our own hemp, not the smoke, but because it's a stronger uh, fiber to make our own clothes. And once we get this, when the when the sisters start sewing and the brother starts sewing, and we work the fields and pick our own cotton and have natural clothes. It's going to be something. You're going to see the hereafter right then and there. You're going to see it. And it's going to happen because it has to have a, you know, what a precipice is, right? There has to be so much bloodshed. It has to get so bad that it's going to force our togetherness and only the strongest one is going to make it. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, sir. And, and and let me tell you, the stuff I put out on the show tonight is lightweight stuff. The stuff that is in-house that's being moving in-house, you know, family, trust me, it, it, it's deep. And it ain't just talk, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, we have to get back into carpentry. You know, we don't, right. we're not building nothing. You know, we can't even build. Nothing. We, everybody want a pit bull, but we can't even build a damn pit bull, a, a doghouse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, look, man, we, we got a lot of stuff we got to do. And a lot of people want to fight against, oh, you a Muslim, you this. You know, I, I tried, I'm not going to name a brother, but, but I told a brother from an organization, I said, listen, you, 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 don't, you don't like that I'm Muslim or whatever the case may be. All right, I understand that. But there's a separation from church and state. You understand? There's a separation from church and state, and I'm using that figuratively, you know. Um, so what I believe is what I believe. What you believe is what you believe. But I think we're both supposed to believe that we need to come up. We need to make ourselves, you know, um, spiritually sound, nutritionally sound, and economically sound. I think I think we need to do that. I think we need to we agree on making, you know, um our children's, you know, predecessor to something great. You know, yeah. when we leave when we leave this planet, you know, I think we should be like our boys, we're we're teaching our boys you have to learn how to kill for grow, you have to learn how to um, you know, build and you know, so I said we're gonna do make all our youth go through conferencing classes. You know, we're gonna let them make them go through sewing classes. Even the boys, you're gonna know how to um, knit you a shirt, sew you a shirt, because the women might not be there. You might be, you know, you might be in the middle of the of the war, and you have to put something together. You know what I'm saying? So, so we got a a lot of work to do, family, and we don't have time for the bickering. We could go ahead and do the debate. But after the debate, we got to go back to work. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, long story short, the brother said, um, you are Muslim. I don't trust Muslims. So, you know, this is my thing about shit. Go ahead. I don't mean to cut you. Requirement should be you have to do at least, I would say, two or three projects before you even qualify for a debate. There has to be work before the debate. There's no, we could do the debating and get to work. No, put in some work. And then if you feel that you need to debate, which I think would, would that shit would just fall by the wayside. But if there's such a strong need to debate, then you will be granted that. We have to, we have to implement, we have to introduce, and almost to the point where we might even have to force government on this so-called conscious community. This has to be, we, we have to govern ourselves. We have to come together in a more concerted effort, like you said. The things that you were just saying about training, the things that you were saying about learning certain skills, it will not be done in an environment where there's so much separatism, gossiping, backbiting, debating, confusion, disunity, and all other things that the brother who's in the Marine Corps can tell you you will not be able to function in the war with all of these things going on. Cointel Pro is in full effect, bro, in real time. The, the dysfunction that we see inside of the community is because of the infiltration. I don't know if it's an energy. I don't know if it's a program. I don't know if it's a mindset. But it's, restri- it's completely stagnating everything that brothers and sisters who have worked arduously over 20 to 30 years put in place for us. We're supposed to be moving at a faster pace right now. I'm telling you, I, I promise you, we live in a digital era. All kind of things are possible. We're not doing anything. Like you said, bro, we're not building. 
We haven't even built nothing from a 3D machine yet. They're building cars and houses, bro. We're not doing anything. Like the brother said, they, they, there's people with all kind of acres of land that have reached out to all, all of us, the polites of the world, the Ali Muhammad's of the world, the Sarasut and Setis of the world, the red and blues, people with acres and acres of land mention the fact that they have acres and acres of land to each one of us on multiple occasions, and nobody has done anything to build on those lands that I know of personally. But, but let me brother, tell you, let, brother, yeah. let me, let me yeah. say this real quick, and this may turn off a lot of people, but damn it, we got to keep it real. A lot of leaders, I'm not going to name them, a lot of these leaders of the community are putting up walls to where we cannot come together. See, we still are a, you know, suffering from post-traumatic slave disorder. We still are, we're we're sensitive. You know, we're too sensitive. We don't have the Mm -hmm. testicular fortitude to really stand up and come together. I've said it, I heard Polite said it as well. I think Ali Muhammad has said it, you know, um, but I'm going to go on what I say because I don't want to speak for them. But I said it, and I heard them say it as well, so they agreed. But I'm like, well, what the hell is your problem then? Because I said, listen, let us get a the National Black Theater or someplace where all of the communities, if you have an organization or some type of community, we, we send representatives in there, the heads, and they have a couple of people with them. What we do is we set it up as long as we need to on the weekends, a weekly basis, monthly, bi-weekly, et cetera, et cetera. We come up with a universal constitution for ourselves. We create our own United Nations amongst our our own, you know, communities, and we say we're going to function as one, although each community has their own jurisdiction, just like these folks have did. You know what I'm saying? And I said we can do that, and we can pull our resources. We can come to, you know, um, a consensus of what we want to allow, what we want to do, and what our agenda is collectively. We have elections just like they have, you know, um, chairmen, presidents of it, you know, treasurers, et cetera, et cetera, you know, um, so we could come up with that plan. And once we have that implemented, we will be a cohesive unit, you know what I'm saying, despite ideology, despite philosophy. And you can keep your ideology, you can keep your philosophy, but we will function as one unit under a universal, um, you know, constitution that we create for ourselves in this thing, you know, and then I heard other people say it, and I'm like, well, it's just a bunch of talk, and it's just a bunch of jazz. See, and and I'm not, you know, I'm not playing games. This is what we are doing in the LOA. This is what we are developing, and we would love at any time to come with, come together and, you know, create that platform, create that unity, you know, at any time. But right now, we're like, look, we're not going to wait on um, – you know, these frivolous, you know, people, and I'm not mentioning nobody's name, but I'm just saying in general, these people that really don't want to come and unify, they want to be separated um, and still holler black power, you know what I mean? We're, we're, come on, man. We're not showing no black power as a collective, but as individuals, you can see some 
so-called black power. But, man, we're going to move out, and we're going to teach the people we have what we need to do. And they are always welcome to, you know, come in the building and, you know, come network, and, and we can do it. And I think, and, and this is why I, I love the fact that, you know, um, Red and Blue, y'all, y'all allowed us, you know, to come in here, um, Imam Bashir, you know, Imam, you know, come in here, and Dr. Scott Whitaker, you know, who also joined our community through the grace of the Most High. You know, we have other people that um, joined the community, you know, and um, we, we building up and we getting stronger. So when the people blink, Somebody is going to be there to lead, and we're 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 saying, look, we are going to be there to lead. You know, um, anybody that wants to come in, that's that's our brother, that's our sister. It doesn't matter what your ideology is, as long as you can um, abide by the principles that we came up with, which um, are um, not counterproductive, but it is productive because it's to follow the laws of nature. We're going to respect each other, love each other. We're going to do what we need to do, protect our children, et cetera, et cetera. You, you have um, 50 guys, one guy, whatever, you know, that's something else. But can we establish a community for ourselves, literally, where we are functioning as a one unit with tenacity? Of course we can, and, and we're certainly going to do it, man. And, you know, we got to get it done. So, But – Hats off to you guys, you know, leading the way. Um, you're in your own way. You're leading the way of bringing the people together collectively, and 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 I hope that you know, um, tons of blessings have already come to you, but I hope tons more come to you as well, brother, brother. Hey, hey I don't know if y'all have to go now. Are y'all? It's about time for the show to be over. Yeah, I want to say thank you, brother. We have one more caller, um, but we have one more caller. That hand just went down. So, you know, your comments, we're going to end on that. It was the strongest, one of the strongest of the evening. Uh, it definitely resounded and resonated with me especially, you know what I'm saying, because I understand the level of preparation. Brother Blue. Yeah, come in there. I just wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to know if the caller had anything to add on before we uh, got off the call. Yeah, I, j- I just wanted to say, and man, Bashir, it's like uh, when I was when I was in the Marine Corps. You know, I met all. You know, I went to Mecca, Medina twice. Once for Umrah, once for Hajj. I saw the, uh, the indigenous people, the black people, how they were being treated, how they hit them up in the caves and whatnot. And I met all. I met all kind of brothers, Muslim brothers. Uh, RBG brothers, uh, Nation of Gods and Earths, and so one of the one of the great things for me is that when you learn supreme mathematics, you know I was a, a engineering major, and when you study mathematics, everything is based on a principle, a law, and an order. People lie, but numbers don't. And yes. when you understand everything has a procedural order, my best friend's grandfather told me once. He said, "It's just not important to know what you want." It's just as important to know how to get what it is that you want. And we got to adhere to the laws of nature, which is mathematics. You can't have a 9 and a 7 and a 5 before you have a 1. You got to, you've got to be done mathematically. you got to move mathematically correct. If it don't add up, it don't make sense. So if it's a 10-point program or, or from knowledge of born add on the cipher, however you want to do it, you know, it's got to be done mathematically correct. Talk about, you know, 
discipline when you get together and people, laws and rules have to be established. If you don't, you're going to have chaos. You have laws and rules in mathematics. I don't care if you're studying uh, uh, differential equations, if you're studying calculus, if you're studying algebra one, algebra two, if you're studying arithmetic, everything is based on a principle of law and order, from biology to chemistry to physics. Everything is based on principle, law, and order, and you have to have it. Otherwise, you're going to have chaos, and you're going to have what you know as the devil. You're going to produce it. And that's the last thing I wanted to say, Lord. Peace. Well, what is, what is our brother's name? Brother, what's your name? I'm Shakir. Brother Shakir. Um, I, hope you, I, hope you give, I hope you give us a call, brother, uh, 917-657-1092. I would like to build with you, you know, because um, um, you have some good background and expertise that we definitely can use. Um, so, you know, I hope you give me a call, brother, so we can go over a few things. And Give me know, the think... number again, man, Bashir. I didn't get it. I got my pen out now. Okay, 917 657 1092. 1092? Yes, sir. 1092. Yes, sir. I have it. I'll give you a call. All right, Brother Shakira, I'll definitely be um, respecting your call. Shout out to yes, uh, Brother Red, Brother Blue. Uh, we appreciate it. I have no more call up. Somebody else put their hand up. I want to say peace to our brother Shakir. Peace, Indeed, man. brother Shakir. Peace, brother. Yes, supreme. Thanks for that wisdom. Peace, Almighty. Peace, God. Let's go to call up for the three four seven nine seven two. Peace. Yes, greetings and namaste. This is uh, Sister Kofunia touching base with the. Know the Ledge Radio crew. Namaste. Namaste. Ashe, namaste. Indeed. It's only right that we have the mother energy. Yes. I tuned in late, so um, I wasn't sure if you uh, covered certain uh, uh, things with regards to unity and coming together. Now, um, the brother was saying that you know, we got to come together, we got to come together. However, in order for that to occur, that occurrence to happen, there has to be a unification within the self first. Uh, Because we know that everything is non-physical first, then manifest, then make manifest. Now, I know that there are certain... uh, uh, communities in America, such as the Allatundi Village in uh, North Carolina, where they have their own bylaws and everything like that. And, you know, I don't know much about it, but I heard about it. The other thing is that um, uh, Marcus Mosiah Garvey had already laid the template for this occurrence of unification to take place. There's no reason, I think, in this time and space, for us to try to reinvent the wheel because, you know, it's already there laid out for us, starts with the self first, and everybody is not going to be on that same page. It's like 
you look at the powers, so-called powers that be. Is it everybody that's along with the powers that be? No. It's about maybe 2% who is running things, so to speak, you know, for a time. They're running things, right? So I've always felt that you don't need the whole shebang. You just need 1% or 2% to cause the critical mass to make changes. And so, you know, that's what I would like to contribute to your show tonight, even though I didn't hear everything. But as I was listening keenly to the brother, he made some key points that, you know, it shouldn't be oh, because you're a Muslim, you know, and I'm a Christian, I don't like you. All of that is a divide and rule mechanism. We know this. There's no reason on planet Earth why we should be killing one another because of a religion, which is about control, you know? So Mm. I am saying, once again, that the template, we just have to revisit Marcus Garvey's template and just fine-tune, even go to the Amish community who has their own bylaws. What are they doing? Is it the whole of the Amish community doing it? No. There's people of like-mindedness who are coming together to make things happen. And it's like the law of attraction, which is true. You have to align yourself with people who really want to make things happen. And I like the idea that you were talking about all of this debate stuff, well, what have you built? You know, what have you done? Where's your institution? Why you want to debate and you don't have nothing to show for it? I totally agree with that. You know, it's not so much about show and prove, but it's about, okay, where are the schools? You know, where are the institutions? And, you know, there's people out there that are really doing things. You know, and and we mm-hmm. cannot, we cannot, or if you want to waste time waiting for people, it's just about how you're vibrating on a frequency. That stuff is real. Thoughts are things. We've never been taught that. We've never did, been taught that thoughts are things. I agree with the brother that I've always said that we are the money because money is only currency. It goes a little bit uh, beyond what he was saying in terms of the birth certificates and all of that and Ray, Ray, Ray and all of that, which, you know, maybe it's real, maybe it's not. I don't know. You know, uh, all I know is that, you know, we have the power to change reality because if you don't uh, choose your reality, somebody else is going to choose it for you. And that's real. So mm-hmm. create create your own realities, you know, just by a thought, just a single thought uh, uh, process. And if you have negative thoughts, you know, if you're creating uh, a thought that comes up negative, you know, and if you dwell in that thought, well, then guess what you've got to get? You are what you think you are. 
and not everybody. Like, did you see the YouTube uh, video that Tyrese, uh, he just came from Dubai? Did you see that on Facebook? No. That the Mooney Twins posted? Mm-mm. Yeah, well, he talks about a lot of positive things in that video, and it's on my page on Facebook. And I want people to know that we are worthy of great things. We don't have to beg anybody for anything. You know, the the, the God particle is within us already. You know, mm-hmm. and I agree with the brother that we got to learn. We got to get forward to nature. That's the whole thing. Because you're, if you're in tune with nature, nature is going to show you how to function in the planet, on planet Earth. She is going to show you the direction. But if you are in this whole material world that is nothing but material, you're forgetting one major thing, that the non-physical, the spiritual is the most important thing first. Then you make manifest into the material world. So you guard your thoughts. You know, and at first your monkey mind or your subconscious mind is going to say you're full of crap, da 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 but you've got to train that subconscious mind like you train a puppy. And you've got to get enough sleep. A lot of us are not getting a lot of sleep. That's why we're cranky with one another. This is what Brother Haru was talking about, you know, that sometimes maybe why we can't get along is because we're not getting enough sleep. And so we can't work together or build together. So what I have been incorporating in my practice is when I see people on my table, I said, how is your sleep? How are you doing? How are you feeling? What's going on? And then people will open themselves up to you. The healing begins with self first. And we are just Mm -hmm. different light workers to help each other spark what's already on the inside already, okay? And that's what I would like to contribute, and I love what the brothers are talking about, and sometimes you can't talk everything what you're doing either because there's forces sometimes that come snatch those things, so you have to keep things on a DL, and then when it makes manifest, you say, oh, this is what's going on. And that's what I have to contribute tonight to your program as an empress, as a queen, as a mother, as a divine friend, you know, who is looking to create the greatest version of the almighty God. That's why we're here, not to suffer. We suffer because we don't know who we are, and we buy into the tell-lie vision, telling lies to your vision, feeding. Sometimes I can't even watch the so-called news. Because it's all lie, most of it. Mm-hmm. So you got to turn that thing off or be selective. Look at your science channels, NOVA, PBS. At least you can weave in between the lines to see what's going on for truth. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, I love, what, I love what you brothers are doing, and thank you for supporting our uh, trip that we made into Mother Earth, and I want to tell you, when we were there, there was seven, first, uh, there was two Herus, 
then three herus, then four, then a total of 11 herus circled, encircled us up in the air while we were doing our meditation um, prayer after we came out of the womb or out of the vagina of Mama Earth, the crystal cave. She always shows us something, and we left offerings for her. And how we mm. traveled, we traveled top class. We traveled in the Sprinter Mercedes Benz. And that's what I felt that we are worthy of doing that. When we trod in the earth, we have to trod, you know, if you get the, if you get Charlie. the, uh, <laughs> if we, if we get the premonition or the, or the intention saying we got to step it up, I made the intention, uh, Nola Let's Radio. I said, you know what? I have a brethren who is in transportation, and he has the finest vehicles. I'm going to talk with him to see if he can work with, you know, us. And he worked with us, and he's ready to, if we have to travel long distances, short distances, he's ready. And he has a, 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 a up-to-date 2013 18-passenger uh, black Mercedes-Benz with black leather, and I was so happy that I followed my intuition. What is it? Thoughts are things. So, mm. you know what I'm saying? It's real. It's right. currency. It is. You know, it so is. We are the we money. Just, we are the money. We manifest fiat. Yes. We materialize the fiat, but the money comes yes. from the spiritual bank account that we are all yes. uh we we are all tapping into. Uh, exactly. I say this before. Show me the person who makes the blockbuster motion picture with two thousand dollars. He's a legend more than the person that does it with twenty million. Because exactly. You are yeah. That's God. That's God walking on this planet, this earth. The 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 pious piet that the the monks. You know what I mean. The Buddhas amongst us who are able to make history with nothing because you're exactly. the money. Well, the money when I when I when I when I have fiat all around me, nothing of that era really that I did has lasted into this new life that I'm in right now. There's nothing tangible that I could look back and be like, Oh, I spent my money wisely. You know what I mean? Right. I was a fool and I parted and money parted from me in that in that in that lifetime. Now huh. there's a restriction on what it is that I'm able to you know, uh, uh, the fiat that I'm able to have, but I'm able to, I've, I've been able to make history. I've been able to carve my name in stone with the fiat, with the currency of the soul, the spirit. I've been able yes. to create entities and businesses with very much less than I had when I was spending it frivolously, throwing it away. You know and, what I mean? That's, you know what what the, that's, what the, that's what we have to learn as a people. You know what I mean? And, 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 and everybody's not built for that. Well, let me, let me share something with you. You know, when we know better, we do better. But when, yeah. we, when, 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 when we don't know, you know, like I say, oh, God, I wish I knew. that. No, that's okay. Because what led us up to this point are the very things that we did not know. We were you know, darkness and coming out to the light 
And, 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 and all those ways along the darkness of the past, we still were able to achieve certain things that we cannot dismiss because otherwise it wouldn't bring us to where we are now. And, and, and we must not get caught up in this so-called time-space thing that the Babylon system is setting up. Oh, if you're not doing this by the time you're da-da-da-da-da, you know, you're not going to make it. Who says? Look look at, look at uh, what's his name? Bernardo Lopalo. I'm not saying you have to wait until you're 101 to write your own book, but that's, a, that's an example of, you know, what's inside of you. What's inside of you what you want to bring forth? You know, I never knew that I was going to be working with Crystal's Brethren. I come from a mm-hmm. medical background. I, I, I never knew. You know, I didn't know I was going to be working in a music business, but it's something that I was curious about, what makes people come to events? What is it about that? How do, you, how do people get into stadiums? How, how does that work? And that's, that's, that's what led me down to this path of going into music, then saying, you know what, I'm not going to ever let anybody control my economy ever again. I am not going to allow that to happen. And once you make up your mind, the heavens and the earth, oh, God, it opens doors for you. And if you're in a struggle, so what? Look at and see what you can learn from that situation and and, mm-hmm. and build on that and call on Mother Earth. She's listening. Call on the Hayrules. Call on nature because we have proven it twice. Myself and Ross Ben and those who have bared witness to the response of what you do and what is uh, given back unto you when you give, you receive, and when you receive, you give. Or I can say giving is receiving and receiving is giving. It's a cycle. So brothers and sisters, wake up. Get out television. Take the headphones off for a minute. Spend some time in nature. I'm going to say one more thing. The other day I was coming from New Jersey, and I saw a beautiful, beautiful bird of green, a brilliant color, laying on the concrete. Why did I have to see that? I took up that bird, and I said, you know what? I'm going to put you in nature. That's what I did. I wasn't afraid. Mm -hmm. I just picked up that bird. I said, you deserve not to lay here on this concrete like that. I'm going to put you in flowers or in plants so you can regenerate yourself. We have to know that when we respond to nature, nature responds back. And we saw it with the 11 Hebrews. And another thing that happened, got to tell you this, we were deep in the cave about 100 plus beneath the earth. And when we, we had our own private tour, I didn't know that was going to happen. And we had Brother Evan on a didgeridoo, and we were in total blackness. 
when we did our own meditation in complete pitch black. You couldn't mm. see a hand in front of you. And let me tell you, when that brother blew that didgeridoo more than once, you can see the people's reaction. They were it was it was heavenly. And so the 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 gift that the earth gave to us or the universe was giving us a signal that the the eleven Herus that were flying they came from every direction, north, east, south and west. I've never seen anything like it before. So we're gonna be going again. And there's sacred sites right here, very close to us. And I just wanted to share that with you. Thoughts are things. We are the currency. Don't get it twisted. We are not the liability. We are the asset to the planet. But a lot of us don't know that. So we can't make everybody drink the porridge while it's hot. And sometimes we don't have time to wait either. You understand? So on that note, I thank you for what you're doing, everything that you're doing, uh, Nodal Edge University. Keep up the great work, and let's build, even if we build separately. Eventually, I know myself and Aunt Poo are going to come together and do a trip together because there are people placing different crystals at different points on the earth to raise the frequency as well. You got to know that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the pyramids and all of that. And you was at the lecture. You, I mean, the, 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 the reasoning that we had, the conversation with Lester Loving and, and, yes, yes. and, 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 and uh, brother Ross Ben, Ross ben and, and, my, and myself, you know, I want people to understand that we are not playing. Okay. And we 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 are not in perfection. We were made in perfection, but when we have our ego running things, we can't get anything done. So I love you with a never-ending love, and just keep up the positive vibration, you know. And and you know, it's just one love for real. Let's get together so we can feel all right. One love, and love is a verb, which is an action. Okay? So when somebody says, I love you, where's the action behind that? That's right. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) You Love and light to you, my brother. Love and light, and thank you. I'm glad I tuned in. In time. All right. Namaste. Here is the new word. Ashe Namaste. That's Ashe what Namaste, that's the church. That's right. <laughs> Ashe Namaste. That's Indeed. what Spirit told me to say from now on. Ashe Namaste. All right. You got it. Ashe Peace and blessings. Love you guys. Yes. Yes. All right, family. That concludes another epic episode of KTO Radio. Thank you for the time that you have spent with us. Thank you for the energy that you have shared with us. We will be back next Tuesday with another um, myriad of tales to share with the family about the wonderful events that we will be experiencing 
this weekend. Our brother Imam Bashir again has a upcoming lecture with Dr. Scott Whitaker this Sunday. And there are other events that are taking place. Um, collectively, you know, we are going to um, understand that all of these events are taking place in love. You know, understand all of these taking place events taking place in higher frequency, the raised frequency of the family of the people, you know, saying, of, the na- of the nation, um, and add on to this uh, never-ending legend that continues to be wrote in the history, you know what I'm saying, and then the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the angels of time. Oh. Uh, Brother Red, you have anything you need to leave him with? Nothing like travel right. Done. You're done. Hey. 